I always wondered when it comes to Derek, how much did your asshole pucker when you were watching this movie? Uh, well, was it the times that I was looking or covering my eyes like a child? Because <laughs> both, both. both are different demographics here, okay? Because <laughs> I can only imagine the pucker factor was quite intense for this movie. It took three days to loosen up, dude. Are you ah, serious? Three days. <laughs> three days. He was, he uh, was uh, taught for three days. Yes. Nice I couldn't even taught. think of shit. Some I people call it constipated. Much. Very different problem whenever you're just puckered. Stopped up. Stopped up for three days. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome. This is the second annual Halloween special. Watch, this um, is the first episode my grandmother listens to, and that's what she's going to hear. <laughs> All right, so as always, we it's the three of us. It is us, the Murder Boys. And murder we, Boys. Murder, murder, murder. And we will be discussing this year's Halloween pick that we talked about last episode. Which it was a bad idea. It which was a, was a fan, which is a fantastic idea. I think it was great. I, I think the too. majority. I think the majority went out. Uh, was is is the uh, modern horror classic I think uh, called The Conjuring, um, directed by James Wan. Uh, but before we go to that, um, let's go ahead and uh, have a bit of a disclaimer. Derek, sure. please go ahead. Yeah. All right. So before Tomas interrupts me with the reason I am <laughs> putting up this disclaimer. Uh, we drink a little bit. Uh, we invite you to partake with us as long as it is safe and legal wherever you are. Um, but, you know, whenever we drink, sometimes you might let things slip or, or uh, I don't know, just say something that's that's uh, not uh, appetizing to many people. So <laughs> I am all about you guys letting us know whenever we're being dickheads or douchebags or anything in between and on top of. And uh, hit us up on the Instagram. Correct us. Let us know. But uh, if it is legal and safe, wherever you're at, and you care to join us, crack up with a beer, uh, I don't know, pop open some wine, uh, I don't know, pop the top on a seltzer, hard whatever people drink now, and uh, join us. (laughs) All right. All right. So now that we've gone through that, uh, Derek, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you're drinking tonight, buddy? All right, so uh, you guys will remember, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before that, you go down to the local beer place and you pick out you know, your assortment, and I picked all of the weird ones. So I've got another round of interesting things to try. This one is Brewed and Canned Looks- by Martin House Brewing Company in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and it is a best-made sour pickle beer. It Ooh. looks like a Mountain Dew bo- uh, can. I thought you were drinking Mountain Dew, but yeah, now I get <laughs> it. Right. It's pickles. Uh, All right, so okay, FYI, if it hold on before you drink it, be forewarned if it's a sour, okay, it can be pretty damn sour. And yeah, lot sours of, are and, sour. And sours are pretty sour, and it's like it's kind of like you like it or you don't. Is that a no, sour? I'm, already, I'm, I'm that a regular, already that I hate it. But is that a regular size can? Yes, this is, that, is a regular what twelve ounces. Your hands oh, look okay. huge. It looks like a <laughs> tiny can. <laughs> You're like I'm, Thanos. I've got hands. big hands, dude. Have you no, grown? Have you grown? Did you go through just my hands? The last just time? my hands. That's it. What did you? What did Claire, you do? Did you... He's growing up. Puberty hit him real hard. Wow. <laughs> yes, I've had large hands my entire right. life. Uh, I don't know what about it. 
Wow. I guess I never noticed it because I've never yeah. seen like look, it look, looks like a it looks like, like a, I don't you, know. You look at my hands and you'd be like, those are average size hands, right? <laughs> They're not out of the ordinary. They're probably similar to your size, but anybody else, you're like, oh, those are tiny hands. <laughs> God. You're a ball of a man. People don't know this, but you're a giant person, dude. That's true. That's true. That is true. I'm a very large man, but your hands are massive. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that they're like an NBA in, player's in, hands. They're they're I mean, not no, that but, big. No, but they're they're largely in comparison to your size. Yeah, it looks like he's holding a gumdrop in his hand right now. It's a can <laughs> of beer. Oh my god! You have very large hands. Jesus Christ! I don't you guys never noticed that. I got some giant mitts, dude. Yeah, Holy I guess shit, I never. I never I, I, never I am. That. I am larger than Derek. Like I'm a big guy. I'm tall. I'm and I'm very thick. short. I'm thick, and you're not very short, but you're shorter. You know, I'm I don't five know. seven and three quarters, okay, and all three short. quarters count. He's short, okay, but but like I never noticed the humongous hands that you have. You look like the guy from the Foo Fighters video, <laughs> that Everlong, that Everlong video. You look like him. He's got like Thanos hands. Yeah, I man. don't know, man. I mean, they were helpful whenever I was drumming constantly, and now I just. I'm just terrified. Type my my meat mitts on a keyboard. All I can, yeah, I can, I, will, I can, I can really send this conversation down straight to the toilet. Yeah, I will never fight you because you will win <laughs> with with hands like you have rockets at you, the end of your arms. You, you, put, you put you put your fist in someone's face. You're gonna cover the entire face. Yeah, bro. dude, I'm going to be night night if you hit me. Look, look, Eric, you and I would never fight. The only reason we would ever have to fight if we were had to decide between the best anime and Blue Valentine. And, <laughs> And yeah, sure, there would be a fist fight. But yeah, and I, that, in, in that case, in that case, I'm fighting to the death. Although, yeah, I, but, but at it, this point, it, like, I know politics, I'll lose with those Politics hands. wouldn't pull us apart. No. Arguments, it's blue, no, it's Blue Valentine it's and Blue anime. Valentine That's and anime. Is. That's it. Or, or 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 Blue Valentine versus Collateral Beauty. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, don't even go there. I but mean, you, you know I would be mad about losing a... that fight. Yeah, because I would consider them equals. Oh God! He's gonna fight now just because you said they're equals. Bruh, bruh, <laughs> look, look, here's bruh, the thing, bruh. I consider watch them watch your words. to be similar, but oh I'm not. I'm not, I'm not attached to that. I don't really care if I'm right or not about. I mean, come on, whatever. It's it's just a throwaway. Anyway, I'm gonna taste this. Right, uh, I'm, just gonna watch the, I'm just gonna watch the Knicks game, guys. It's nice, it's nice talking to you. Oh, but there you go. Look at it. You missed him. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I can see it. Ooh. Okay. It's rough. For huh? anybody at home. Uh, my, well, first, my wife would love this. She loves pickle juice. Uh-huh. This tastes uh-huh. like if you took like like sparkling water and pickle and, juice. That's what and, it's like. That's and it. ran it, it down the crack of a farmer's ass after 5 p.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm skipping that one. I'm going to go on to another <laughs> beer here. <laughs> that's yeah, like even, I love that he's got. Shot. I love that Derek has a cornucopia of beers every week. <laughs> I know. Well, look, I'm look. very proud of him. I'm very yeah, proud me of too. Him. Listen, <laughs> all of our listeners at home, you guys should know. I'm not really a drinker, and yet I'm on this show every episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, if I'm gonna have to drink, I'm gonna I'm gonna try a bunch of shit and hopefully why not? Why not? Realize how much many of them suck. And some of them will be good, and you guys can enjoy my pain, you know, how much I hate some pickle beers, apparently. I, I really wish that we could do this in person, because I really want to try that pickle beer now. Like, I, it's like, it's what I... Well, I look, I'll pour it in a Ziploc bag. Send it, it my to way. You Ship it to me. In, in, a, in, a, in an envelope with, with stamps, and Appreciate it'll probably that. bust before it gets there. Yeah. And hopefully, in your mailbox. 
<laughs> oh, what a dick. <laughs> wow, Derek. He's got he's wow. just he's he's fighting well, he is, today. He is on fire yeah. today, yeah. boy. He's not, he's not happy about being on this Halloween. No, no, he's what not. Was that? What was that? What was that? Oh, this is actually really good. Oh, what damn. is that? I bought this as a joke. <laughs> That's why I buy all of them. I think I think that they're I I'm, I look at the label and I'm like these are all going to suck. These are all going to be terrible. The listeners will love it. Um this one's just called Haze. Um, IPA from Deep Ellum Brewing, which is literally 20, oh, yeah, that's, 20 minutes that's, from my house. Yeah, yeah, it's up there, yeah. And uh, I, I don't know much about it. I don't, I don't really understand. You know, I, I, can totally, I can totally see Derek being an IPA guy. I don't yeah, think I am, because those, are, those are trash beers, right? Because it's, it's like a basic, it's a basic bitch thing to do. So that's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, so where, where in the echelon does IPA fall? Like whenever we talk about like some home custom brewing, right? And at the top, you've got like Smirnoff Ice. Where does IPA fall in? What the fuck? It's not even. No, I would put IPA over Smirnoff Ice. Oh, 100%. Smirnoff Ice is like at the bottom of the barrel, my dude. I understand it's delicious. It's just not like a great drink, you know? It's not like a classy thing. This is like, that's like the drink you drink when you're you're taking out a girl when you're 18 years old and yeah, you like, just hang I would, out. That's what I would, when I was like, when I was 18 years old back in 2001, <laughs> I was like rocking Smirnoff Ice. That's what I was doing. Yeah, man, for real. Well, this stuff is re- it's really, I'm really hoppy. Like it. Really hoppy. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. Um, what is, I don't, you guys are going to have to school me here. And uh, listeners, yeah, I don't know shit about alcohol. At Movies um, on the Rocks 2020. What is the uh, normal alcohol content of like regular beer? Like a regular uh, beer could be like, like what, three like, to like, five. Three yeah, to five percent. Okay. So I think IPAs are generally way more. IPAs yeah. are generally IPAs, like eight, IPAs nine. Are, yeah, they're, they're like they're yeah. they're close to like between like six and eight. Yeah. So the pickle beer was four point seven. Mm-hmm. This one is seven and a half. And yeah, that sounds beer. about yeah, right. That's about that's about right. That's yeah. about right. Now, if you get a, if you get a double IPA, dude, you're you're clocking in closer to maybe ten. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Nine to ten, and if you get like if you get a double IPA, or if you get what's it called, um, an imperial stout. If you get an Imperial Stout, you're clocking in like around 13. I'm yeah, fairly it gets certain it gets that I don't there. like stouts. Isn't I'm, God, I'm going to know Guinness. how much I... Guinness is a stout, right? That's what I was going to yes, say. Yes, that's a stout. Okay, so I've had Guinness. I did not enjoy it. So I did not... That was the one thing. Like If I, if so, I knew for certain that I wasn't going to enjoy the stout, I'm I just didn't pick it up. I'm wondering if Derek would enjoy... Although that's really pushing the limits with him as far as IPAs, I wonder if he would enjoy a 120 dogfish head. No, he. Well, no, maybe, maybe because it's an IPA. So yeah. he might. Here's like, an idea. It's very, very. That's, anyone it's, it's, listening, it's a lot. just send yeah. us that's, a note on our Instagram what yeah. I need to be drinking. I'll try. Yeah, dude, a 120 minute IPA is probably one that you should. I think you should work yourself up, go to a 60 and then a 90, and then see where you go from there, dude. I, I, I really don't there's like levels them. on the beer. You have well, to level no, no, no. up it's, to drink this, this beer. It's a brand called Dogfish, Dogfish Head, Head Brewing. Yeah. Dogfish Head Brewing, and they have like different levels, and then based on the levels is how much alcohol content is in there. And you have the there's where they're starting is at sixty. They have a sixty minute IPA, which is they brew for sixty minutes, then they throw the hops in there, mm-hmm. and then the hops brew for another sixty minutes, kind of thing. The same thing they brew for ninety and all this kind of stuff, and it just it depends on how much you know comes out of the hops to ferment and make alcohol. And, and so. The more that they brew, goes up. Goes up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So so you have the 60s, it's the heavy. 90s, and the 120s. So like O'Doul's is like a five-minute brew or something. No, O'Doul's uh, doesn't have is, anything in it. O'Doul's is my piss. That's yeah, yeah. What it is. O'Doul's has... Well, I know it's zero alcohol, alcohol, but is that... I mean, they have to brew it, right? It's beer. It's beer. I don't know. Do they I brew don't know, it? Dude. I don't know if they brew yeah. it or not, but either way... What I'm saying is that try a 60 minute dogfish head. I'm sure they sell it by the bottle because it's a pretty expensive. It's not ex- it's expensive, expensive yeah. but, it, but it's a little bit pricier than your regular IPA. Try a 60 minute. If you like the 60 minute, try the 90. If you like the 90, try and find a 120. The 120 is really hard to the, find. Are we talking about like a 16 ounce bottle or are they larger? No, no, no. no, no it's a regular, bottle of beer. Yeah, regular like a 12 ounce bottle. Ounce, yeah. Yeah. Oh. The last time I had 120 minute, and this is horrible because the 120 minute is heavy. It's like a heavy, heavy. heavy they don't beer. even know how much alcohol yeah. content is in yeah. it. They and say it's 18, but they, I, that's what they say. I played. I was playing. This is years ago, but I was playing pool with my brother in law, and he said whoever loses has to tank 120 minute dogfish, like just drink it all in one in one gulp. And I did it, and I threw up like four minutes later. Like I was like it was so heavy in my stomach. All right, I don't want that one. No, 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 no. no, no. It's really good. You just sip it. You'll you'll probably like it. I had it. I found it. it, You know, I had it at Alamo. Um, at Alamo, they usually have it on on tap, and I had at Alamo a few times, and I had one beer at Alamo in the beginning of a movie, and I stopped. I was like, I can't have any more than this because I was super buzzing, like twenty minutes into a movie. Well, I'm watching it by myself. <laughs> just like I can't. Yeah, I I'm can't. buzzing right now off of the stout that I'm drinking myself. Nice. So. All right. So now that we have the haze, uh, Eric, what are you drinking, buddy? Yeah. So the stout. I'm drinking a stout tonight, and I'm I went back because it's, it's my last bottle. I'm drinking my Pumpkinator, same art. Nice. My last bottle oh, from yeah, 2016. <laughs> it is a stout. Also, too, um, I was looking at the alcohol content, but the alcohol content at the at the point that I got this was eleven percent. But it's now it's now more seven years old. So you know, yeah. so like it's, it's it's more. I don't know what the content is now at this. So point. remind me, remind me again. You you buy it aged, or you buy it and just Mm-mm. wait. You age so it. You yourself. buy it and then you buy it. it. Most people most people buy it and just drink it because it tastes so good. So they just they can't help themselves. But I've had this. I've had these last few bottles here for since two thousand. Not seven years, five years since 2016. So, so there are certain there are certain beers that you can actually just put on the shelf as long as it's in a cool, dry place. Yep. You can just put it on a shelf like wine and just let it sit there. And it and also has to of... do with how they bottle it. And this is bottled mm-hmm. on purpose for you to to let it sit. To shelf so, it. So yeah, to shelf it. So wait, you you're you've got to have like a like a annual thing where you go buy, you know, I don't know, five or a six pack or something like this, so that. Every year you've got a new batch to pull from? No, I, like seven I just... years from now well, you'll I, use it? I, no, no. I, I just did this for fun. Like, I bought... The last time I bought it was in 2016. I bought, like, an 18-pack, which was expensive. It was, like, 80 bucks. And Holy... For yeah, 18 beers? Yeah. And I drove... They're bigger. They're larger size bottles, see? Yeah. They're, like... They're, like... What, 20 ounces or something? I don't know what the ounce on this one is. They're just one of those... The bigger bottles. So, um... Uh, it looks big in your hands, so that's probably 20 <laughs> ounces. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, I have normal sized hands. So, um, but, but I bought like whatever it was and I gave a bunch of them away and I drank a few cause I really like pumpkinator. And then I was like, I'm going to let like three or four bottles sit for a few years. And I didn't break them out until this year. And now people are drinking them. And like, literally I had half a, a cup and I just filled it up again. And I'm, I'm like buzzing cause it was 11%, but now it's more like it's, it's, probably it's like a lot 15, and it tastes, right now. It, it tastes so this is the best pumpkinator I've ever had. 
So letting it sit for this He's going to go back to the shit that's on the shelf. Yeah, I know. Now like, I'm going to go buy some more. It's oct- like it's out now. I'm going to go buy another case of it and let it sit for like five more. This is the best pumpkin eater I've ever had. And, and, the thing, and the thing is, is that once it starts doing that, dude, and it starts getting more and more alcohol content, when you start drinking it, you can literally taste like like the fermentation and like it tastes... I don't, it tastes alcoholic. It like tastes just, amazing. That's what yeah, it, it tastes. No, no, not, <laughs> I'm not saying in a bad way, but it's like you can taste that. Oh, this is really gonna fuck me up if I'm not careful. Like you really get <laughs> yeah. trashed. Yeah, I feel like I've thought that about Smirnoff Ice before. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I don't know. What are you drinking, dude? He's got I know, a case I know, of Smirnoff Ice from 2014 in his yeah. fridge. I'm I'm shelving it, man. It's amazing. <laughs> all right, so it's right, so, a vintage bottle tonight. Tonight I'm just I'm just sticking it because it's, it's I'm going with Old Faithful baby Bacardi Black and some Coke Zero. All right, I, just, I want I want to deal with it. Um, I just I can't drink beers, man. I'm, if I'm gonna drink a beer, I'm gonna try and find a nice like not since winter. For the first episode of these, I'm gonna buy myself one of these mead wines, these mead, mm-hmm. these, the, the the the, and just get myself a good imperial stout mm-hmm. and probably piss the entire episode. I'll be back and yeah. forth in the bathroom. Because I'm uh, an old fucking man. Guys, I feel you. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I am legit drunk right now. Like, I'm not trash. <laughs> but I feel like, wow, man. I just realized, like, I'm drunk. And I haven't. You're, you're buzzing. Haven't, yeah, bro. Yeah, wow. It's impressive. It's impressive. God. All right, so. Well, I can't right, wait to we hear what we're going to talk about. Hold on a second. Before we go to the movie, I want to find out. Eric. Uh-huh. Yes. Did you finish Anohana? Because <laughs> now that we've had this, I want to hear. The result of this bet and really okay. the, the, the critiques. So I did watch the three episodes of Anahana, and as a just a severe spiteful fuck you to Derek, I watched the whole thing. Okay, the whole season. Well, the whole season. there's only one season. It's, the whole show is one yeah. season. I watched the whole thing, um, and I'll tell you this, Derek. Not the worst. Okay, but I never want to see it again. No desire <laughs> to watch it ever again. <laughs> Okay, And it's like the same thing that I feel about every anime. Like, cool, like, interesting storyline. Like, but I don't, like, it's hard for me to, like, really care and connect to these characters. And it's because they're drawings. And also, too, I think it might have been the dub. I don't know. Mm. But, like, the way, like, it's like the cadence on how they speak. And I realize this is how it is with all the animes that I've watched with yours, too. Like, there's, like, a cadence and a flow of the way that they speak. That I yeah. don't like, I it drives me nuts. Like I don't really like it. It like it, it's just the cadence itself. Yeah, like I I just yeah. can't connect to it. I so with that being said, like I appreciate the fact that you like were challenging me to watch this because it you know it gives me the experience of checking out something that I wouldn't normally watch. But like I still like you said you bald at the end. I was like, meh. <laughs> 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 You know, I was like, eh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I definitely balled on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was deep. There was deep. And, like, let me don't let me discount it because I'm not, again, it wasn't a horrible pile of shit. It's, not, it's, it's just not your cup of tea. No, it's just not. And it, it, and it, like, it kept me, I'll tell you this too. And, like, I was watching it to spite him. That's true. I did. I but, like, you. I was, but I was also, like, actually, like, okay, I'm interested to see what's going to happen here. So it wasn't like I was. You know, you didn't pulling... go into it hoping to hate it. Yeah, no, no, I never do that. I would never do right, that. Right, like, right. I would, I would never you, purposely. You, you were do actually, that. you were actually keeping your mind open. to yeah, the yeah. possibilities of And what's I happening. wasn't ripping my hair out watching it either. Like, I was ripping my hair out watching, like 
when I started watching Eggs Protein Pancakes, like I oh, shut God. it off immediately because <laughs> I was ripping my hair out. But with this one, I wasn't ripping my hair out. Like it started a How little. How far did you get me. to Egg uh, Egg one, uh, Wonder about, Egg pri- about, Priority? Well, you guys are fucking, like, I, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of it. Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> Wonder think, Egg Priority. I think I made it about four and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. But uh, right, what so, did you? So did you watch Ted Lasso? You watched. No, hold on. Here's a question. Did you watch all of Ted Lasso? Okay, mm-hmm. so, Both so seasons. the agreement was that we were going to watch three episodes. Uh-huh. And I, I mentioned uh, to listeners at home and in the car or whatever, uh, in our text chat, our group chat, I mentioned that I was going to finish the first season out of spite, the same way that, <laughs> that Eric did, right? We both were yeah. thinking the exact same yes. thing, just didn't tell each other. And guess what? I finished the first season. I have not started on the second season. I don't. I don't know that I will. <gasps> I'm. My hope. My hope. And I, 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 I. This is a really high hope. I really don't think this is going to land. But my hope is that I can leverage the second season for. Oh, oh no, 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 bro! If what? you're going to do that, you better come seriously correct. You know my. You at this point, you know what I like and what I don't like. This shit better. I need be everyone and their dog amazing. to die in first five minutes. <laughs> Oh God! I know it's bad. It's pretty bad. No. What did sister- you? No, but what did you think, dude? What did you think of Ted Lasso, dude? Uh what an asshole! I don't even want to talk if to you. If you literally <laughs> talk any shit about this, I'm hanging up. I'm out. You want my opinion or not? You asked, okay? Yes, I will. <sighs> okay, uh, I-, I did enjoy it. Okay, I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, uh-huh. I-, I understand the popularity and the hype. I think that the way that this show is written the the topics and the, the location and all that stuff where the characters are all placed and all that stuff this this show is written to be a a knock out of the park right a home run for every demographic out there because it really doesn't it doesn't paint itself into any corners right it's not a sports show it's not a drama necessarily it's it's kind of a little bit of everything right um I, I do. I did really enjoy it. There were parts where you know I was like out loud laughing in bed, <laughs> and and my wife was like waking up because it's like three in the morning and things like that, <laughs> right? So yeah, absolutely, I absolutely enjoyed the show. Um, Good. If if I had found the show on my own and I had watched it and didn't have any external input, I would probably still go on to the second season. Like okay. It, so if you had to rate it out of one to ten, what would you give it? Oh man, I mean it's it's really up there. I would say definitely no lower than an eight, probably closer to a nine. Yeah, that's All a right. nine. I'm it's going a with nine. that. That shit's yeah, a nine. I'm I don't I don't that. think it's perfect. I don't think it's an absolute must watch for yeah. everyone. No, but I do. it's it's really, <laughs> yeah, really I think good. it's a must watch. I mean I think I think I think, I think I think I think I think it's a classic of TV movie, TV making right there, boy. Like, yeah, one you day. think? Yeah, is this striking a different show. nerve that we haven't? I feels I can't think of any other shows. Maybe that were... maybe you need to watch the second season, and we'll come back to this conversation. Yeah. I don't know. You should watch the second season. The second season, you cannot. Season just do takes not... it to a whole other level. <laughs> the second season takes it to a whole level. FYI, FYI, a villain appears in the second season. Bro. Yeah, 
Yeah, we kind of only had half a villain through the first season. No, 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 no. The first season, you, you think there's a villain. No, no, no. There's a true villain in the second season. And then bro. shit gets real in season three. Yeah. so real. Okay. Wait, is it's season three already crazy. started? Yeah, it's done. No, no, it's, it's going to get it's gonna get on season two, bro. No, no, season three we're on right now, right? No, we're in season two, bro. Two. Just two, I think. I am drunk, guys. I am really <laughs> drunk. <laughs> oh, my Didn't God. They just, they just finished... I thought they just finished releasing season two. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, they yes, did in August, in August. Oh my god! Oh my okay. god! Yeah, all right, sorry. all right, all right, all right. So top off that pumpkinator, dude. There you go, bro. Yo, shout out to St. Arnold's, man. You got me drunk <laughs> half a beer. All right, so I'm not gonna say there's no real news, but I just thought of something that was really cool, and then we're gonna get to the movie. Um, we'll, we'll have a little bit of a break because I think Derek Eric's gonna need a break for a minute, and then for, <laughs> for water, he's gonna need a water break. A few and deep breaths. Yes. Hook him up to and an IV bag. And then we'll go to the movie. But uh, there was something I read about today that was like crazy. Or yesterday. Did you see how much money Squid Games made for Netflix? No, yeah. and I want to hear about this. All right. So, FYI, the budget for the Squid Game was $24 million. A little over 24, like 24.1. That Which was not, oh, that's not, the whole budget? That's that was not the budget a for tremendous the budget for no, a TV show. No, that's very small. Yeah, which yeah. is wow. which is one of the things that like people are talking about. Like Netflix is smart; they're going to other countries to make these m- movies rather than have them be made rather than have series made in the states because it's cheaper. So it's twenty four sure. million dollars for the Squid Game. I haven't seen all the episodes. I'm, I'm I started watching it. I, Watch and it. I'm hooked. I started watching. Yeah, it. it's worry. good stuff, guys. It's good. It's good. I'm in the. I'm I'm right now in the second episode, but I've had a lot of shit going on this week. But, anyways, the um, so it, it made twenty four million dollars now because of subscribership. Because of how many views it's had, all this kind of stuff. That's how they kind of work out somehow a calculation. And some somebody who knew someone at Netflix got a hold of those calculations and figured out how much this the show is quote unquote made for them in viewership. Give it and to me. Give it to me. I want to hear it. You're gonna lose your mind. I'm gonna say, gosh, this big. If we're comparing it to the same way that like movies make money, I would say it's probably near three to five million, five hundred million dollars. Higher. No, dude, that's blockbuster territory, dude. Higher, higher. Give me numbers. Give me numbers. Higher. I don't know. I was going to say five, six hundred million bucks. Higher. No. Eight? Not eight. No, higher. Eleven. Lower. Nine. There's not many more numbers. Did you say the number? Yeah. <laughs> Close to nine. $891 million. Wow. Jesus Christ. Man. Almost and it's a great. billion bucks. It's great. It's a great show. I really I loved mean, that show. It was good. Yeah. So it's so far, it was good. Like I saw the first episode, I was like, this is fucking amazing. I'm going to watch this fucking show. Like, like yeah, no, you got to watch it. And there's a lot of people. I don't, Derek, I don't know if you, and we, don't, we won't go into it, but I just want to get your, your, your opinion since you've watched it. I've been reading a lot of people hated the ending. Did you hate the ending? Mm. Um, I didn't hate it. It, it definitely didn't. Uh, I feel like I, I wanted a better ending, but I kind of, I feel like they, maybe towards the end, like they like, maybe we're sitting on gold. This is going to be great. Of course, there's going to be a second season. Let's tee it up for something that actually lets us do a second season or something like that. That's kind of, my best guess because it wasn't, I didn't feel that like total fulfillment at the end of the season 
like everything's been resolved and and, and that's that like my and that's like i love that shit so i was like this is a great that's, ending that's a very that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, very, that's a, you know? but that's a very like foreign film kind of thing going on there that's like mm. it doesn't it's not supposed to leave you resolved it's supposed to that. say this is the way it works out because that's how it would if this was in real life that's, this is how it would be in real that's life that, uh gosh you guys are gonna correct me because i'm gonna say this wrong but wasn't that was a big thing in french film for a long time where they would just they would end the film the way that they wanted to it didn't like if it, they they'd leave it on a cliffhanger like there was going to be a sequel and they knew when they finished the movie there was not a sequel there was no funding coming it wasn't going to happen but that's how they wanted to end the film so they just fucking did it Right. I mean, I yeah. think you should be able to end films or stories how you want. And I really liked the ending of Squid Game. And I, you know, now that I know the amount of money that they made, season two's a coming, and they're probably going to give it some money too. So, uh, all right. So now that we've gone through all this, let's go ahead and take a bit of a breather. Eric needs to get some water, uh, and then we're going to go get ahead another and, beer. So, and then we're going to go ahead and get started on this. So we will be back in 30 seconds. If you need to go take a piss, take a piss. You need to get some water, get some water. See you in a bit. Peace. with the movie portion of our episode also known as let's talk about how many times Derek actually took a shit in his pants I mean more than one less than ten <laughs> okay less than ten that's bullshit that's let's bullshit I'm taking the over on that I think yeah. Vegas has the over on that bro did anybody so, change drinks no, <laughs> no man, we, I didn't no. change what you did Derek what do you get what'd you bring what'd you bring bro uh, I mean it is I'm almost certain nothing like the title suggests, but this is a Cuban mojito. Cayman Jack. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, and please take a sip. Yeah, let's see. This. It's probably going to be delicious. I always I like the first sip. It's delectable, of course. Okay, good. <laughs> it tastes Anyone's like a mojito. They're, they're it, delicious. Yeah, it looks it tastes, like it looks like a Smirnoff ice. So it, it looks like, like a, it does yeah. look like one. Yeah. It's like a minty sprite. It's like a minty sprite. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? All, right. All right, so here we go. So let's talk about this motion picture, gentlemen. So the movie that we're talking about for our Halloween special is, of course, the modern horror classic, as I've said, uh, The Conjuring. Now, uh, The Conjuring came out in 2013. Uh, it was directed by James Wan, who I am, I could gather to say he's probably, if not the best, one of the best horror directors I, around. Can I, can I jump in ever. here? Like as someone who like really appreciates directors, he gave you one sentence. He's like, "Can I jump in?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I just needed to say this, as someone because I didn't want to forget to say it, and I'm drunk. Go ahead. So do <laughs> it, bro. It. Do it. James Wan is really a very talented filmmaker. He is very. I want to be very very open about that, and I really realize it because I was thinking about watching this film watching i was like man this is really well made it like the acting's good everything about it's really pretty good and then i was like looking at his his you know his catalog and i was like yeah you know this guy is great you know he's he got so, so many things under his belt that are just great pieces of art so sorry that's all i want to say continue no 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 <laughs> and, and it's true and i mean him and his uh his his one of his best friends lee wanell they're the guys who did saw 
together. Yeah. Yep. yep. You know. So mm. and they they apparently you know I don't know if they met or they grew up in Australia because James Wan is from Australia. Like, yeah, he's got an Australian accent. He's an Asian yeah. man, right? He's Asian man, Australian accent. <laughs> Australian accent. And he and he and he's the he him and Lee Wanell are the people who started uh, saw like Lee Wanell wrote it and starred in the movie actually, and James Wan directed the motion picture. And I think he co-wrote it with him. So yeah, I, I think mean, he was the writer on that. Yeah, yeah. If, I think him and Lee Wanell both both wrote on it. So, I mean, James Wan. I mean, he's he's also pretty damn prolific. He makes a movie like almost every year, and they're good. Like I, think, they, I think they're all good. They're, they're good, yeah. and they're they're like low budget. He's kind of like the horror version of Clint Eastwood, basically. Like, yeah. he brings them in on time and under budget, and what he brings most of the time is pretty damn gold. Mm. I mean. You're gonna, you could say Aquaman is a superhero movie, but he did pretty good with Aquaman too for his first big budget blockbuster. Oh, I didn't watch that, of course. <laughs> we all know, we all know <laughs> but, this, <laughs> but, but he did good on that one too, and he actually did some stuff that was like, I don't like this. I'm gonna make the change, like, like when you have with like in uh, in the original Justice League, you had them making a bubble around their bodies so they could talk. He's like, why the fuck are we gonna do that? They can just talk in water. Okay. He's just like you know he like he like made some changes and it, it but that's just kind of thing like he just kind of does that kind of stuff so but yes James Wan fantastic director great great guy, guy yeah Worked yeah on Mortal Kombat he did work on Mortal Kombat for a little bit so I mean, all right so let's go ahead and go to the was he, uh, did he direct Mortal Kombat no no he didn't. No. No. no he didn't oh no I don't mean Mortal Kombat as as a as a negative at all I do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was great, but it wasn't. I mean, yeah, bad. it was bad. But we're not talking about Mortal Kombat. We're Mortal talking Kombat about Mortal Kombat. We have an episode the movie of the week, The Conjuring. <laughs> All right, The Conjuring. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and go to the synopsis. And the synopsis is in nineteen. I'm going to pick one of the other synopsis, like one of the longer ones. In 1971, Carol and Carolyn and Roger Perron move their family into a dilapidated Rhode Island farmhouse, and soon strange things start happening around it with escalating nightmarish terror. In desperation, Carolyn contacts. The noted paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren to examine the house. What the Warrens discover is a whole area steeped in a satanic haunting that is now targeting the Perone family wherever they go. To stop this evil, the Warrens will have to call upon all their skills and spiritual strength to defeat this spectral menace at its source that threatens to destroy everyone involved. Pretty damn good. Mm. That's on point. I think it was on point. I think it was all right. Fun. So the movie stars <laughs> Patrick Wilson. Pizza. Jesus Christ! The movie, not the synopsis. Synopsis is pretty dead on. Movie, movie stars Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga, uh, Ron Livingston, Lily Taylor, the great I mean, Lily Taylor, the great Lily Taylor. Okay, and then there's a lot of other people, like character actors, like, like I mean, there's a lot of people in this movie. But I was, I was severely impressed as far as like what they did. I mean. It's got an eighty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes for a horror movie, which is yeah, fantastic. It's I think great. Yeah, I mean, for I mean, so let's movie. let's just let's just talk about it. So, I was when I first saw the movie. Um, I was just I'm going to go into a little bit. When I first saw the movie, I saw the movie in daytime because I knew it was going to scare the shit out of me, <laughs> and it legit scared me even in the Same. daytime. Same. It legit scared me even in the daytime. And the thing was that that, that I got was was just so crazy. Was that is like. What these two people, Ed and Lorraine Warren, must have experienced in their lives, I don't understand how they're not in a psychos in a, in a in a psychiatric asylum, dude. Because 
what they do for a living, if this is even even 10% close to reality, is unreal. 1%. I would be tripping balls. Okay. It was insane. Like and all the shit that was in that room, all the different visits that they'd done to different things. I don't care what anybody has to say. I think Patrick Wilson is completely like he is an underrated actor, in my opinion. He is so good in a lot of movies. Like he was I don't great know if in this one. I, I don't. I, was, I don't no, know I, if I've seen him in too many things, but he was I definitely he's great a, in this. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. I, I don't know if you ever seen him in Hard Candy. With him, and, yeah, dude, uh, that's a great movie. Dude, he kills it in that one. I hated him so much in that movie. Yeah, dude, he's yeah, he amazing. Just, yeah, he's very but, like good. he. I yeah. mean, he's so like he's such a talented actor yeah. that it's unreal. And then he just kills it in this movie. He's so great in this movie, and it's just like just the aspect of who this person was, Ed Warren, and what he does for a living is just unbelievable. But I mean, Derek. Eric, what about you, bro? What's, yeah, give give us to, a little idea. I want to go to Derek because I feel like I'm going to have to mm, to, to debate him with a lot of the things he's going to say. All right, so let's so let's, let's talk about let's talk about Derek. it, Derek. Yeah. Give give us give us what you think, bro. Talk about it. let's let's talk about some of the scenes, baby. Well, um, perhaps we should rewind a little bit because okay. there, there's a bit of a ritual that for some folks, when it comes to watching a movie, right? You get your your, your snack, your beverage, <laughs> you get cozy on the couch, you turn off all the lights, close all the doors, you make it nice. Get the temperature right and you start your movie, right? Derek put on a diaper for this one. <laughs> That's the only thing he changed. He put on a diaper. I told my wife, I was like, I got to go pick up a projector from the store so I can put this on the front driveway so that I can sit outside in the daylight <laughs> in the middle of the day to watch this. And she's like, no, 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 just watch it. Watch it. Oh, and I forgot to mention, she tried that pickle beer while we were on break and she oh. loves it. She wants me to buy her a 12 pack. Oh, God. Dude, tell her. I hope she finishes that whole can. And... uh I, I I hope it's not too much with the, with because that can I'm, obviously is bigger than a normal size can with the with your <laughs> it's a normal can dude I don't with know it's mitts. like it's probably with like a mitts. tall boy it looks like it's a solid <laughs> tall boy with those. I feel like I need to have like a prop banana for the, like size comparison look at the like, size of those hands. what the you got those sausages mitts. for fingers bro yeah those mitts <laughs> man. I have to hold up my iPad like it's a cell phone it's the size of his whole hand <laughs> oh my god oh god whatever. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Go ahead anyway, so uh, like when we were watching this movie, uh, I didn't use the theater room. I went into a very bright room of our house <laughs> um, and and had it turned down very low. And my wife was like, well, at least put on the subtitles. I can't even hear that they're talking. <laughs> and, oh, so you're watching it with Betsy? Uh, yeah, she, she was in there with me. Yeah, because she's um, not a, a pussy. No, she <laughs> loves this shit. Me and her and my little sister. My little sister loves Yeah, this bro. Shit. I love horror movies, man. You know horror what? This shit. is a good moment. Since we've got all this time, I'm going to give you this quick story, okay? Once upon a time, <laughs> Derek do. was younger in high school. And he, had a, he had a girlfriend that he was dating at the time. This is three or four years ago. Yeah, we got it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway. And, and this girlfriend in particular, I won't give you her name, but let's say her name is Rachel. I'll make up Rachel, okay? Rachel loves horror movies and dating Derek. She knows that Derek doesn't, but my mom and my dad, and I, I, we were of driving age at this point, but we would all go out on the weekend, go have a, like a double date, go to the movies. So if you, you were driving age, this was last year. Motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> the point I'm getting to is Love that <laughs> I would buy a ticket to go into a comedy or, you know, uh, an anime, maybe who knows. And, and, 
my mother would usually join me because she enjoys comedies and she's not real big on the horror films all that much. But my stepdad and my girlfriend at the time would go into their movie and they would watch a horror flick. This is and the most how, ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. That's how we saw all the Saw movies. Oh my God. And, and what was the other one? It was, was it Hostel that they had like 12? Yeah, like Hostel. Yeah, Hostel. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's been my that's history of scary movies. Though. I don't do it. That's a um, great anyway, story. Cool story, so bro. I put the movie on. I had turned the volume way down. And I'm real good about, you know, when things get real quiet, you know, something's about to jump out at you. And so I just look away and listen to the movie. <laughs> no, bro. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, is that in this movie, they do that. But a then lot. nothing happens. No, dude, that's what I really appreciated about it. <laughs> Is they did it so many Ooh, times that I was like the most hated parts. Yeah, it was like boom, 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 and then boom, nothing boom, happens. Nothing. nothing. Great. And then all okay. of a sudden, okay. and then all of a sudden, boom! And you're yep. like, oh shit! Yep. Like, like uh, a when that case door of- slams on her face, like she thinks that oh, she's dude. in the clear at the top of the stairs. Nope, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, like. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Was your favorite part the clap clap game? Oh no. man, that shit terrified me. I fr- dude, my I've favorite part this- was whenever no one listened to the damn dog. That was my favorite part when the dog was like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there. You motherfuckers go there. You're going to get yeah, killed. Yeah, Next day, there. dead. Yeah. I'm not going in that house. You guys are crazy. Dude, I, I remember watching the movie and I'm like, what the fuck is this game? I'm never playing this game ever again. Dude, I loved see, what I really appreciate. Well, we still haven't listened to Derek, but speaking of the yeah. clap clack game real quick. Those hands coming out of that wardrobe. Oh, shit. Dude. And it wasn't even like there was no music behind it. It was just hands coming out of a wardrobe. I'd watched this film before. I was like, woof, when it hit me, this like <laughs> ball of anxiety. Like, I knew I this was happening. Ah, Dude, there were so many points. Th- that was one of the worst ones. But, I mean, the... the- <sighs> Let's go. Keep going, dude. Keep going, Doug. There. Give me the notes, baby. Give me your notes, baby. Dude, I, you was, take notes. I was too busy looking away. <laughs> I was about to say, he didn't take no notes. I, not, I No, I didn't even attempt to take notes. <laughs> I was trying to find excuses and chores to do to get out of the room. <laughs> I don't want like, to hey, uh, I got to mow the lawn, Betsy. I'll, I'll be back. She's like, she's like, she's like the, the lawn guy's here. I don't care. I'll, I'll do it for him. <laughs> I wholeheartedly decided after watching this movie that if we were to ever watch this movie again, I would just ghost you guys. I just wouldn't show up for recording. I just wouldn't come. I appreciate I would that. turn off my phone. I would stop accepting mail. I would turn, like log out of all my email. I would, I would escape from the planet. You guys would not find me until that recording was posted is, and I was back. This, this, this episode is basically the equal the the, the the affinity of us ripping off the band-aid bro oh dude no no yeah this is a Compared- this is a tough horror i think it's a tough one it's not it an is easy a tough one, one. it's yeah. not an easy one it's not an this easy one, one no, no. up there with some of the scariest movies i've ever seen and- it is no no and and a hundred percent honest with you dude it is one of the scariest movies i have ever seen because the the craziest thing about this movie also is that there's no gore it's not gory at all. It's not all, a gory movie, no. Which is like so unheard of for you to be so terrified over something that I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. So terrified and so enthralled by what's happening in the movie, and there's absolutely no gore. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's one of the things that. So I, I like Derek. Don't like horror movies, but not for the same reason. I'm not a wiener. 
But with, with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, I just think that they're not 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 wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> I just think that they're generally <laughs> just pretty lame. You know, they're not they're not very. Yeah, they good. Are. I don't I don't like the gore. Like the gore doesn't do anything to me. Like the shock factor films, I think are nah. Dumb. But when you make when you're creative with a film like this, this guy James Wan is obviously a student of horror. Like he's spent a lot of yes. time watching movies and I think he spent a lot of time figuring out what's scary and he applied it, you know? And that's mm-hmm. why I think I respect him as a filmmaker. And not only that, just like not the fact that the movie was scary. The movie this movie is a scary film. I was scared the second time watching it. Yeah. Um, not just that. It's just a beautifully look like well-made awesome looking film too. It's mm-hmm. a good looking movie. There aren't a lot of those anymore, especially no. in the horror genre that are yeah. like I think about um oh shit I'm blanking on the the shining shit god I can't believe I'm Gor- that's that a name. that's a masterpiece a so. gorgeous yeah, yeah. Gor- I mean and I I didn't enjoy the film because of some of the scary uh, yeah <laughs> yeah piss yourself moments um, come but, play but with visually, us Danny visually, come play with us even even the score I mean it it is it's a fantastic like there aren't a ton of those. Like so horror movies shot that well, right? They're focused yeah. on the scare factor and, and making bucks and all that kind of stuff. And I get it, and that's fine, whatever. But you don't see a lot of that in horror anymore. No. Have you Have you ever watched that? We're going to go on off tangent here, but speaking of The Shining, have you ever watched that that documentary, Room Three Two Thirty Seven? Of course, I'm a Stanley Kubrick guy, so of course I watched it. Dude, yeah, I, I don't. I've never even heard of this. It's not really. I mean, that's not really like. It's not like something that I, like the Kubrick estate like was a part of or anything. Yeah, no, no, it no, was no, just, no. just it was just somebody that somebody some of that movie that somebody made just for shits and giggles, and it's yeah. fucking crazy yeah, the kind good. of things that are in Shining. Yeah, like uh, other than just you know the uncomfortable nature of the. The, the the carpet the carpet makes people uncomfortable because it's the colors and the way the design wait, is. Wait, so so you're talking about a documentary that talks about, about the shining, the shining? About, oh, about, okay. the filmmaking. Shining. about the filmmaking aspect. Because because in in the movie there's a scene where you go into room two thirty seven, so and that's where you see the naked lady in the bathtub, all that kind of shit. Oh, so that's that what part. the movie's called. <laughs> I'm sure you blocked it out of your mind. I've definitely but- tried to. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Room Two Three Seven. That's the name of the documentary. And it's a really good documentary. And they talk it's about how, well how you know, everything in the movie, which, of course, is everything when it comes to Kubrick, is there on purpose. Nothing is on, nothing's a mistake. Nothing yeah. is a mistake. The way, the, even the way the, the, shell, the cans are arranged on the shelves in the kitchen are, is done in a way that's purposeful. Is that you know, a director thing, or is that like it's, a set it's just design his thing? thing. That's that his was thing. that was that was That's Stanley thing. Kubrick, man. That's one of the reasons why he's like so revered. Is like everything was I mean, on purpose. His his camera work, his movement, his mise en scène, everything there is there for so, a reason. Yeah. Like what was what was it like? Uh, like Tom Cruise in an Eyes Wide Shut had to walk through a door a door a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It took a hundred takes of him walking through a door. And there's not and a lot of directors that can get away with that. And Stanley Cruz, yeah. well, David Fincher does that too. But yeah, like, he does they, that too. These are dudes that can do that. You know, yeah, and they do that. They do it basically to say to basically say you are a fucking actor. You, I, you are an extension of my work. I, I'm not here for you. You're here for me. They're basically so, it's a it's a power play. They're, they're especially with Stanley Kubrick, he was yeah. very into manipulating his actors in ways that what broke he did them down. Him. 
Yeah. What, what about what? What, what did he do? Shelly Duvall. Was Shelly Duvall, dude? He broke yeah. her down, dude. No, he broke her. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I that's mean, right. He broke her. She was he broken. Broke her. She was what broken. He, she, yeah. she had to go to. A, she had to take a break from acting, and she actually went to a hospital for an yeah, extended period of time. Yeah, she like need time. to get therapy and stuff. Like he, he broke, broke that her. woman. He was trying to get her to get to the point that he wanted her. To be, be hysterical, hysterical in the movie, and he did everything in his power to do it. You know, it was it was wild. Okay, so okay, walk me through this. She's on set, they're filming, and between cuts, she's he's like, no, no, more hysterical. So no, he's, many times to the point that she legitimately needs to like go on hiatus from working. Yeah, dude, it, it's not just her. So, have you ever seen Clockwork Orange, Derek? Uh, not in one sitting. Okay, well, the main character of that movie, <laughs> Malcolm McDowell, there's, I was watching a documentary about, about Stanley Kubrick, and he said in there, Stanley did everything in that movie to make me feel like I was the best thing that ever, and he plays like this narcissistic, sociopathic, yeah. crazy guy, and he said Stanley was there for me through everything, and then when filming stopped, he was done. And it was like, I felt like he cut me off like I was a father. He did that on purpose to make this guy feel like he was the shit. Because that was what his character was supposed to be. Stanley Kubrick is a master manipulator. Yes, yes, he was. He was. I have so many questions about this. Because first, this sounds like an extreme version of micromanagement at a director level yeah he because is, he and, was. guess what guess what derek who's who's looked at if you look at list of the top 10 filmmakers in the world who's oh, always no, no, in the top no. three I, I get that it's but Stanley if you Kubrick look at is always like, people there. who are uh most influential in the movie industry yeah. you'd also see that dipshit we were talking about the other day who's now in prison right for for molesting and and Harvey Weinstein. Oh, no, he was a producer. He doesn't. Count. He was a producer. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't count. No, 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 no. He's not well, a filmmaker. Yeah, He's yeah. not a filmmaker. He's the money guy. That's yeah, all he is. Yeah. My point is, it had an impact on the industry, right? He yes. influenced many things, and I don't know that. Gosh, man. No, I'm dude. Really no. You don't like it. This, That's what you're saying. You don't like what I don't I'm like that. Yeah, this is how I he accomplishes it. these things. It's, yeah. but it's it, but here's the thing it though. It hurts to like his work. It's it, it's the thing is is that when it comes to Kubrick though, and it comes to a, a, a act and a director's like Fincher, who is probably like the next thing you could say after Kubrick in regards to the way he directs, that's just how they are. And now they've and, he, and I'm not sure he did that in the beginning, but he's but, done enough where he can go and he's done it dude, little by little. They, dude. You can't say okay. That's just how they are. That's just how things were back in the day. No, 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 no. That's just how it is. on the same thing. It's the same excuse. No, 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 no. That's I'm saying is that that's how he is on set because that's how he gets what he needs to get out of his actors. And Derek, I'm about to say something that's probably gonna rock your world, but every director, every great director is a master manipulator. Just yes. they do it in different ways. So yes. Stanley Kubrick was harsh in his approach when he needed someone to act a certain way, or he was light in his approach when he needed someone to act a certain way. Can if you ask like Leonardo DiCaprio, no, 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 because if no. Leo was on his set, he'd do the same thing to Leonardo DiCaprio. Here's the thing, too. You got to keep in mind with your Stanley Kubrick's, your David Fincher's, okay, your Quentin Tarantino's, your Wes Anderson's. 
They're all different personalities, but all they're doing is manipulating actors, all four of them. And all four of them, even though everybody knows this about Stanley Kubrick, which RIP is not around anymore, but David Fincher, Quentin Tarantino, Wes Anderson, all of those guys can say, I want such and such in my movie, and they're going to say, I'm in. Every time Mm -hmm. they get the pick of their litter, even though everyone in Hollywood knows that David Fincher will run a take 450 times until he gets what he wants. Every actor still says, you know, yeah. Do you know why? Because he puts out amazing work. So does Stanley Kubrick. So does Wes Anderson. You've got to basically like Tarantino. This As is an actor, ju- you've got to basically say, like, am I willing to sell my soul for the, to they're be not selling on this their, badass? No, they're no, not, no, 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 that's no, another no. thing you have to keep in mind, Derek. They're not selling their souls. They're getting the best of themselves on film. That's what they're doing. And actors but what if that it are, puts you in a mental asylum? I don't well, think they want Well, some that. people don't, aren't ready for that. Like, think about, you, you said Leonardo DiCaprio in particular. Leonardo DiCaprio got, like, frostbite during The Revenant because he was in the shit. He like literally went in the shit for this guy yeah. in, the, in the winter, in the middle of like an Arctic tundra. Because these people, when you get I mean, like really great actors, it was Alejandro, Alejandro it, Gonzalez Inerito. Yeah, Inerito. So these guys, when you have auteur directors that are true artists and filmmakers, even though they're all manipulating actors, uh-huh. they have actors that really want to do their best. That's when you get magic. And sometimes you gotta you gotta walk through the shits the shit to get to the magic. And these people are willing to do that. No one's holding a gun to their head saying, you have to work with Fincher. They're all they're they're actually Man, it, there's so many guns to their head. Like you'd be ridiculed for dropping no, out of no, the no, Scorsese no, no, film. No. You, you know no. how many people do? Think about Paul Thomas Anderson again. Let's talk about him. Paul Thomas Anderson also can get the pick of his litter. He chooses what he wants. He's also kind of outside the box. But like Paul Thomas Anderson could literally call on anyone and they're going to say yes. There are people that have dropped out of his films. While they were making There Will Be Blood, there was an, a, a, an actor, one of the actors was supposed to play uh, Paul Dano, plays the character, plays two characters in that film. One of the characters that he plays was supposed to be someone else and the other person was so intimidated by Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Thomas Anderson that he dropped out. So it happens. And if it happens, guess what? When you're Paul Thomas Anderson, Stanley Kubrick, David Fincher, you, you just Wait, get whatever on. else you want. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Was Paul Dano originally the the priest? He wasn't. He was. I think. Oh no, no. I don't know. No, no, no. He was originally the priest. He was not originally the priest's brother. Yeah, because because I remember there yeah. was a second actor for the priest's brother. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Paul Dano was that guy, too. He played that guy, too, because the original actor was like, this is too much. <laughs> this is a lot for me. So yeah, he it's, it out. happens, man. It yeah. happens with, with these with these directors that really are controlling and, like you said, master manipulators. I mean, we're getting way off topic here, but we we'll are. get back to yeah, this. I think you're doing this on purpose. I think you're doing this on purpose. I think Derek is doing this for sure. And you know so, I like directors, so you know yes. you can distract me. <laughs> well, I will say that this conversation is far more interesting to me no, than no, no, no. <laughs> Back to what we're saying, because of what, because of the way they direct, they can each director can do something different to get something out of their person. Case in point, let's talk about with Patrick Wilson. You have somebody like Patrick Wilson who is coming through in this movie like a hero, and he's coming through as someone who's learned and educated. So they're making him seem, and he's pretty deadpan throughout the movie. You know, like when he's talking, he's not doing much. He's just kind of a grumbling guy. He, he wants you. He's kind of like the smartest guy in the room, and so James Wan is making him make everyone know he's the smartest guy in the room. Ron Livingston 
he's making him a like a, a guy who's basically at the edge of his life. He can't, he's got no money. He can't afford the insurance on his big rig. You know what I mean? Like you have the director saying to these guys, this is your character. This is who you are. And, and we're, and you know, James Wan is not going to the extreme that Kubrick and, you know, Fincher does, but he's doing it his way. But he's getting it done. And there's different ways. And he's getting it done. Yeah, there's different ways. Not like if you look at Wes Anderson, I think most people that work with Wes Anderson are like, Wes Anderson is, is a puppy dog. But look yeah. at what this guy puts out. Yeah. You know, there's different ways and different approaches to and all this. And James has, Wan is doing it. That's all I'm and saying. He, Boy's and doing he, it. He has control. And Wes Anderson, if you want to talk about somebody who is complete OCD in his movies, those movies are complete and utter representation of OCD because everything is clean lines, models, because he doesn't want the big thing. He just wants models and everything is models and small areas and small locations and in cramped spaces because he wants to make sure he controls every aspect of what you're seeing in the shot. So if you think about it, he is just as OCD and just as crazy about what he sees in front of his camera as what Stanley Kubrick wants to want to get out of his actors. Yeah, but he may not be an asshole about it like Stanley no, Kubrick he's is. Or even David Fincher may be. But or Paul based, Thomas Anderson. And, like it's all, and, and it's all based on personality. Yep. And you know? they're all like, every one of them is like, I think every director has a different approach. But the ones that are really good, get that good shit out there, Derek. I know you're yeah. having a hard time with this, but it's look, just the truth. Look, all I'm, all I'm going to say is I'm not okay with the price of some of these movies. Are you, okay, you're not okay, but it really doesn't matter to you. It matters to the filmmakers and those actors that will continue working with these people. Yes. No, yes. no. Ultimately, if people don't see the movie, the money doesn't make money. Or the movie doesn't but, make money. The director doesn't get their next let's, film. Let's talk about let's talk about money for this movie, okay? Let's talk about money for this movie. All right, do you know what the budget was for this movie? No, hit me. Too much. It was too much. Oh, whatever. It was, <laughs> it was the budget for this movie was twenty million dollars. Wow, that's a you know how, good looking film for twenty million bucks. That's you all know, I want to say. You, do you know how much it made its opening weekend? Forty one eight five five. Good for that film. It deserved Gro- it. Gross in the U.S. it made 137 million dollars. Worldwide, it made 320. Dude, that is such a return on investment. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and it's like James Wan is like, dude, I'm just printing money, bro. Because yeah, all yeah. these movies, I mean, he produces all these movies. You know, what I mean, like these are all movies he produces himself. You yeah. know, with with his, his producer partners or whatever he does. That's but incredible. I mean, that's yeah, it's, it's insane return. because yeah. it's a good film. Like and no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, too, Derek. You said something. All we know, I, all we know is it had a good trailer. And I, yeah, whatever. I don't want to get too far away from the Conjuring, but you're, you're, you're like, you're getting me with the things you're saying. So like, you're, you're, you're He's doing it on me purpose. In. He's, He's sucking me in. Okay. You're gonna be mad. Yeah, yeah. But he, he. You said something about like, if the movie doesn't make money, the movie's not good. No, that's not that's not how that's it works. No, no, no. it's not. It's not. No, what I'm. What if I said that? I apologize. I don't mean that. What I mean is, if the movie doesn't make money, then the directors eventually fall out of favor and they stop getting their pick. Let's whatever. talk about getting that. their funding. Let's right? talk about that real quick. So Marvel keeps on getting made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it will because those are those are that's the those are the printing those are the print shops there from yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. But 
that's not true because think about the directors that are out there. Well, I mean, I don't, and I'm not saying this to sound condescending. Like, I don't know if you know about some of these guys. Um, and no, that comes across like so bougie. I don't mean that that way, but like, I don't know if you know about some of these guys. What Eric's trying to bring up is directors that are under the radar at festivals. And so no, on. no, no, not even that. These are directors that, that have been around for years and years and years and that people want to work with. Like, there's a guy named Terrence Malick. Do you know who he is? Oh God! No, definitely I don't particularly like his movies, but I see the I see the appeal. Yeah. I don't particularly like it, but I see the appeal. Yeah. So Terrence Malick makes like art, okay? He does, and he makes art sometimes that's avant garde and makes no sense, okay? But either way, he still gets budgets to continue filmmaking because he brings in awards. And that also goes for people like Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. Paul Thomas Anderson's films are revered, okay? But they're not, he doesn't make films that draw on $100 million. He doesn't, but he continues to make films because he's bringing in awards. He's bringing in clout for these studios. Okay. Like these guys are making amazing films. But, you're, you're forgetting that the, the scale on these, right? Like, when 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 somebody says, "Hey, I'm going to make a new Marvel movie," and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's made good movies in the past. Give him the money for the Marvel movie." They just write a blank check for five hundred million dollars, and that'll be the budget for that movie, right? They know it's just surefire, right? These directors, if they're not making that much money, regardless of how many awards they're getting, if they're not making that much money. The next film won't get that much money, right? Bruh, that's not the. It's Dude, not, that's right. not it's the not case. True. It's not. That's true. not the case. Wes Anderson. You can't tell me that like like. Uh, any any oh god any director give me give me a director who's done a Marvel movie any one of them Wes Anderson Wes, An- Wes Anderson, Anderson didn't do Wes, it. Wes uh gosh, what's his name Joss Joe, Whedon. Joe Joss and Anthony Whedon. Russo Joe and Anthony Russo no the, okay Joe and Anthony Russo that's fine they get a they get given you know let's say three hundred million dollars to make a movie they do well it comes back at one point two million dollars the movie theater says yeah let's do it again here's another three hundred or four hundred million this time and he does the same thing rinse and repeat. But if you're given 300 that first time and you only hit 400, well, next time you're probably only going to get 200. Well, here's here's the thing. A lot of these a lot of these directors, dude, and dude, we're so off base. And I know we and, are. And, and fuck you, Derek, for it's doing It's just this. something that I love talking about. I'm sorry. I know. I'm, I know, part, of I know. I'm part of it. I know. Sorry. I know. I know. But yeah. just, just, we're, we're going go, no, no, to go back to the movie now. But what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this so we can finish the conversation. For the a lot of these directors, man, you could say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go ahead and give them," and then of course they make the money, the Marvel money, but it's not as great as you could say as other movies. But they will come back and they'll make something that's art or yes. some type of motion yes. picture. He's correct because yes. somebody will take will take a line on them, and the budget won't be that high. Yeah, budget won't be that high, but they'll make enough money where it will it will get in also front of people. Too- the collector's items of those, like the aftermarket, so the DVD, mm-hmm. the streaming, whatever, they make so much money off those films. Yes. And also, too, like, dude, if those films didn't exist, then the art form of film is dead because Marvel movies are not art. I'm saying it right here, right now. <laughs> that is not art. Okay, so That's can, a I, money can, I make a, can I make a counterargument? No. <laughs> And, no, and, and I think I think this will be a counter good argument argument good enough to make you slightly agree. Okay. All right, I'm all ears. Marvel movies, I can I can agree that are they are definitely if if they are any kind of art, it is not the traditional sense of art. It is not the the cinema uh, mass uh, media. 
Exactly. It is yes. very well designed to be a print shop from cash, right? There, there's merch, there's everything else, there's all the TV shows in the world, right? Got it. It's, it's there. But on occasion, movies like Marvel movies are given an opportunity because they've got an astronomical budget to try out new technology like we saw in Mandalorian with what is it the set's called the the uh, volume the volume volume. there you go Um, are you familiar with the volume eric i didn't watch the mandalorian so i don't know what you're talking about oh okay uh well i'll give you a quick high level um imagine a room i think it's something like 50 (laughs) or 60 feet across and i really want to get back to the movie bro hold on we're getting there we're getting there we're getting there it's about 50 or 60 feet in it's a circular room, 50 or 60 Ugh. feet in, in diameter. And it's the amazing. Walls it's amazing are to watch. Perfectly lined up to project onto so those walls that are screens. And so you have an environment that is actively being projected with the camera's physical oh. location in the set. Oh wow. To okay. give you a very strong and it, force perspective. And it's, and it's not just the walls, it's the ceiling as well. It's all oh, one everything. big screen. So it's, it, being it's more immersive action for the rendered. actors. It's more immersive for the actors, I'm guessing. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. And, and uh, the they, cameras and they yeah. can change the set and That's reset amazing. a set in twenty yeah. minutes. You yeah. Know? Look, if you want if you want to see something about the volume, I'll send you a there, thing. It's cool. There yeah, is there is a there's a series on Disney Plus called called the gallery i think mm-hmm. it's the making of the mandalorian of, season yeah. one and they talk incredible. about the volume like it's incredible. amazing to so watch. that's really really awesome and that's cool and all but like as a someone who is a like who loves the art form of film to be real with you i think it's important we should progress technology but i don't give a fuck I don't care. I don't want to make, movie. <laughs> I don't want to make movies with the people in a room that I'm projecting the environment. I want to shoot a film inside of a kitchen with my with a grandmother okay, actually but, cooking but food. But let me but let me you let know? me tell you though because every director starts off somewhere and maybe they don't have the budget to go and shoot this incredible idea with this perfect brilliance that is yet to be discovered. Yeah. They don't have the budget for it and if a volume is cheap the volume is not cheap, it. my dude. I'm not uh, saying it's cheap, cheap today. This is how technology works. Yeah. The big, the, 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 the early innovators, right. uh, they take right. on the cost and eventually it becomes cheap. All right, back to The Conjuring. You lost Fuck. me. You lost so, me. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Stop it, Derek. Derek, stop. Yeah. stop I it. love what you're doing, stop though, Derek. You did. You're. Yeah. It's working because you're getting. Me, but I'm, we <laughs> okay. gotta go back. Let's go back. All right. Let's reel this son of a bitch back in place. Okay, bro. You want my reading? Yeah, okay, so here's, here's <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, here's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about this movie scene by scene. All right. Oh, can't wait. I'd love to. I'd love oh, to break all right. this one down. All right, so let's. let's I don't, I'm trying to let's try and go scene by scene, but I let's have to try to this. this. You mean nightmares yes, come from this? Yes, exactly. Let's relive this moment. Okay, so there, there, there's a couple scenes that I want to talk about. Eric, bring up as many as you want as well. Oh, I plan let's on talk, it. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about one scene in particular. So there's the scene where. You have, um, what's it called? I'm I'm gonna go. I don't I don't remember all their names, but there's there's five daughters in the movie. Yep. Okay. So we're talking about five daughters. I'm gonna go daughters one through five. That's how I'm gonna refer to them. Okay. Just for lack of name, I'm gonna refer to them as la- daughters one through five. Okay. So you have you have daughter one in the bedroom with the wardrobe. There's now we're gonna jump around in scenes. So just be aware they're not going to be in chronological order, but we're going to jump around in scenes. 
So the scene that I love this movie, and I absolutely love, and it, and it scared the shit. FYI, my daughter was terrified watching oh, this movie. Did you put her through this? Oh, Hell yeah. I that's a good parenting this. moment. She yeah, wa- she yeah. wa- He's she thickening that to. skin. He's thickening I'm mad that at skin. You. Yes. I'm mad at you because you subjected another breathing person to this No, movie. no, no, no. Do you understand, the, you understand that my aunt, when she was in high school, you know what movie she put me through at six years old? I would love to know. Friday the 13th, part one. <laughs> at six years old I watched Friday and I was absolutely terrified and I've oh, loved horror movies ever since because that's the whole point the point Still of horror movies is movie. scare you and give you a visceral experience that's what it does and they're there to keep you alive bro you know is it weird what Rose Red I mentioned this on the last last year's Halloween special that's I don't a TV miniseries yeah, I don't think I know what that is dude that's a Stephen King TV I don't even don't talk there please bruh, don't bad. bruh bruh it's a TV miniseries, bro. I don't want to get too far out because what I want you said watching your 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 watching Friday the Thirteenth Part One when you were six. I love that because I think that <laughs> maybe that's like an us generation. Yes, thing yes. Because like I was subjected to horror movies at a young age too. Yes, I which know. made me really obsessed with them until a certain age that I was like, these are not that good. But I love no. the old ones because mm-hmm. the nostalgia. And like I love all the Nightmare on Elm Street, and they're bad, yes. man. But they I are bad. love not those great. movies. Like yeah. what? I, I'll be honest with you. The best ones out of that whole series is one and last one. The last one. I really like the last both. one. A lot of people hate it because it's Wes Craven. Yeah, no, because he came back to it and he I've did what he needed to do. Any of these movies? Oh, dude, oh, dude. <laughs> okay, Jeez. I'm not even gonna stop yeah. talking. Sorry. All let's right, go so, back to the Conjuring. Let's go yeah. back. So we go back to. Um, I'll just come back in like five minutes, guys. I'll be. <laughs> you better keep your ass in that seat. <laughs> you sit, keep sit fuck down, bro. All right. So daughter number one is we have in her room, and she has that wardrobe in her room, which we've talked about already, mentioned in the clap game game with the hand, which was fantastic. That that just going back to that. The greatest thing about that, which I thought was fantastic, so amazing, was that it was in the background and it was it wasn't focused. No, that was so good. That it was, it's, uh, and it was terrifying. It's, it's it's horrifying. Yeah, that you're just like watching this woman walk around like there's something in the fucking house with you, lady. And so, like, there's a scene where she is. Where you have um, the older sister explain the clap game for those two. Okay, so clap the clap clap game is something that the the little girls it's basically in the Marco movie Polo. Play. It's basically Marco Polo, where the the person who's quote unquote it wears a blindfold, and they have the people who are they have to try and find have to clap. They have to find them within three. Like when, claps. You, when you say Marco, it's the same yes. as the it person saying clap, and then everyone who's out there hiding while I'm blindfolded has to clap back at me like saying polo and you can only do it within three times because they have to clap three times like they clap twice but every time they ask for a clap it's it's one time they can only do it three times so you have the mom playing with the daughter five the youngest daughter playing the clap clap game and and they're playing the clap clap game after daughter five already tells her that she has a best friend named Rory that she sees <laughs> in the mirror of a music box. You know, we're already like, what's it, who the, the dog fuck is Rory? Wasn't a big enough hint. Yes. Yeah, the dead dog after the next. The dog doesn't there, go in, won't go in the house and dies can, the next day. I can only imagine how much, like, Derek must have had just a trickle of shit coming out of his ass when she was, like, looking in the mirror of the music box. Oh, God. To see if oh, the I kid quickly, was going to... quickly turned away. <laughs> and he didn't show up. You thought it was going to happen, and it never showed well, up. Well, he showed up for Dude, one spiral. Part? He showed up Did for one... he? 
I don't think I, don't, I didn't see him. I didn't yeah, see yeah. Him. it's one spiral, and then he's gone, and then that's when she turned around and looked. So there was one so spiral, one spiral. But yeah, but then like, but then like, of course, she plays the clap clap game with her, and then uh, and then what was it? Then uh, as as they're playing, the mom is asking for claps, and then in the background, she's passing by the the, the oldest daughter, daughter number one's bedroom, and in the background, you have the wardrobe opens up on its own, on its own, on its own. Just but she doesn't up. see this. She's not facing any room. And she asks for a clap. And in the background, totally off focus, out of focus, you see two hands stick stick out just out of the wardrobe and just go. And you're just like, and as soon as that happens, I went like. <gasps> just now like, I got chills. Just now I got chills. Like the pucker factor on my asshole went like, I mean, you couldn't get a fucking it's dime through my terrifying. asshole at that point. Yes. Like you could, and all I, it is is hands coming out of a wardrobe. Like my, you can't see the, the body; is, it's just coming out is, of the clothes. Bruh, which guys, is so genius, guys. I'm gonna say something right here. I'm gonna clap, clap right now. No, no, <laughs> that's, no that's master filmmaking right there. That's it is, it clap. is, it is just to, for you. And like, I mean, my asshole puckered up tighter than a snare drum, dude. It was just, I was like, whoa. And my daughter is literally watching the movie through her fingers, like she's like, <laughs> just like she's me. Totally, She's like totally freaking out, and I thought it was just perfect. But move Look, forward to the motion her picture. That she watches a movie just like a grown man that I am, <laughs> with with gigantic hands. No, 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 mitts <laughs> over my eyes. No, 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 okay. Derek, you watch the movie like a twelve-year-old terrified yes. girl. <laughs> she watches it like a grown man. Anyway, okay. So, speaking so, of the clap scene, wait, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Say that. Now I'm gonna go back to my scene. Oh no, no go ahead. Fine. Okay, then we'll go back. Let's go back to the clap scene. Go, go. You say a clap scene. Talk about, talk about it. Talk about I was going to say the scene that got me that was like the clap scene for you was when, uh, what is her name? Uh, Lorraine Warren. Whenever she starts explaining like the things that she saw the moment she walked in the front door. Like, oh, yeah, that was good. I liked that a lot. I loved like, it. That was great. Okay, so, yeah. so for anybody listening, there's a scene where, you know, the, essentially the ghost hunters show up at the house and they're, you know, they open the front door, they greet them, they're, you know, letting them into their home like that is. It's during the day. And you can see the woman. She's the, very uncomfortable. She's pretty uncomfortable. She's got kind of a, and, and, and it's such a subtle look on her face. But, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little strange, but you're like, well, maybe she's just. Maybe she's just a little strange person. I don't know. Whatever. Right? It's not enough to to draw your attention the first time, right? Or not not make you linger on it. But then later on, she mentions like right when I walked in the house, I saw the saw the figure right behind you, and I saw him doing this and doing that in the rooms where we were standing. And she was just, we just saw that scene a moment ago, and she was carrying on a conversation. Because oh yeah, she's also too. We didn't point this out to our listeners. So Lorraine, a Lorraine's a clairvoyant, so yes. she's she's able to see things that we can't hear, feel she, things she, that we can't feel. feel. She's, yeah. she's got extrasensory perception. Her husband Ed Warren is a demonologist, and according to the motion picture, is the only non uh, sem, non what's it called? What they say? Not a, non he's not sanctified as yeah, a he's priest not a for priest. the Catholic Church. He's to not do a Catholic exorcisms. priest. But he's the only he's the only recognized demonologist, non non priest outside certified, of the church. He's the, the only church. demonologist the only outside one. of the church. Recognized <laughs> Thanks, by the church. Derek. Thank you. Appreciate it. Derek, Derek, Derek read it. He read it. Three he, hours he, later. <laughs> Derek, like it's it's like that it's like that reel on Instagram. Derek did the assignment. <laughs> oh my god. 
So that's, no, that's okay. a TikTok thing, dude. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. you're showing your age right now. I am. I am. I don't give a fuck, what, bro. guys. What's fuck TikTok? What, what is TikTok? Uh, <laughs> this is definitely it's, in no bones. It's what, okay, it's what it's what the kiddies do now. What the kids bro. do with this? The TikTokies, yeah. The, the, tic, the TikTokers <laughs> no, okay, and the, the TikTokers the tweeters, and the Insta- they do those tweeters. And, and the Instagramites. Do you, remember, and do you guys remember that? God, all along the interwebs, like, those kids and they're hipping and hopping and bopping. Yes. <laughs> that's what you guys sound like right yeah, now. That's so, like okay. I feel like that sometimes. So yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. anyway, yes, she. We see the scene like as it happens, and she just she's entering the house. She's just carrying on a conversation. She looks a little bit strange, but she just seems maybe she's like being observant of the room, right? Yeah, and she recants it later on in the movie. And then you get to see the scene again through her eyes where the demon's walking around with him. He's he's sitting in the room with him. He might as well be freaking fondling it's somebody's like, nuts or something, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Like there's a demon right in the room, and she's just lightly calling on conversation. Like, that woman needed to tell me something the moment she saw it. And no, I would have been out the door. No, dude, the she did exactly what she was supposed to do. There was four little kids, five little kids in there that she could Panic yeah. on him oh, should have the, ensued. Oh, by the way, there's a demon behind your smallest no, but remember, child. Remember, remember All the what exits she said, were marked. Man. Everyone's sprint. It's gone. No, but but remember what she said. She said that like if I if I would have told you, you would have and you would have left. It would have left with you because it's yeah, latched. It latched. Your it latched. To that. It wouldn't have mattered at that point. So, so explain. I, okay, so, that's so, one other thing that didn't okay, make sense to me. Hold on, I was gonna bring it up. So yeah, okay. there's that scene in the where they're talking at that college, and they have those three points of every haunting. Where yeah, you have, the steps. And then, you the have the three. You you have the phase. You have the infestation. You have oppression. And you have possession. Yeah, something like that. So the house was already oppressed when they walked in. Mm-hmm. And then it became a possession at that point when it lashed onto the family. I thought the possession was whenever he possessed the woman. Well, that's, I mean, that was that's a, a straightforward possession. possession but that's they were latched. The demons were it, latched to each to so one of the So it wouldn't have mattered. It yeah. wouldn't have mattered. She would have, if they had left, it would have gone with them. And it did, remember? I mean, like, even if that's the case, I mean, it would have left with them no matter what, because because remember, it used it. Okay, fast forwarding, it used that scene after Lorraine was in the basement. It used the necklace as like uh, a connection device to her daughter's house, to her house. I was actually going to bring that up because I asked my wife about this because she loves this movie. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because she. It's because she Look, understands she cinema. Made, she that's made some she good understands. choices, like marrying me and the understands. My no, child, that's that's the only no. thing. That's the only thing that I'm questioning her about right now. Yeah, she yeah, understands I don't cinema. understand that. I don't understand that but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That was actually pretty good, though. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, but because I asked her about this, and she mentioned to me how like this is part of a, a whole series of movies, right? Yes, Conjuring, there's three movies. just The Conjuring 2, but the Annabelle movies and some yes, movies. Yes, it's a whole the Annabelle, the, yeah. reverse. The, the, the Conjuring universe, yeah. Okay, but but my point being is... The Warrenverse, um, as they call it. The Warrenverse. They talked about how um, this, this spirit, this demon died and where she was haunting because it was her land. It was like that 200 acres or whatever. Which, yeah was other deaths in the area, but not mm-hmm. in this home or on this property specifically anymore. They've all been split up the whole land. No, but there were other deaths in the property too. Yeah. And so they mentioned that she vowed before this demon died was that she was going to, you know, haunt anyone that entered her property. And for years and years and years, that's all that it existed. And so 
that raises the question, well, she's never left the 200 acres before. And then suddenly Annabelle is animated in the, the Warren's house and attacks their daughter. Like, how did that happen? And I mentioned it to Betsy and she goes, well, I mean, they're just demons. She just called the Annabelle demon and told that demon to fuck with the girl. Like one demon got up on the cell phone and called the doll. So here's, here's, Here's here's what, here's here's what I think. Oh my is god, Derek! Remember, <laughs> Derek. Okay, remember Bathsheba is actually the witch who hung herself. Okay. Okay. So she was a witch, according to the movie. Let's talk about. Let's just keep it in the focus of the movie. She was a powerful witch. Okay, according to the Warrens, she was a powerful witch. So she was able utilizing something that was very close to Lorraine's heart which was a picture of her daughter in a necklace that her daughter gave her okay. a locket, and that she had a matching locket with her at home using that, you know, in other, in other places you can, in, in movies they've said that, or in other things you can use that as a conduit between people because there's an emotional attachment between two people in regards to that specific so piece of don't item. don't give anyone anything <laughs> meaningful. <laughs> Ever again. Oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ, Derek. Also, Derek, like, it's also too man, you gotta recognize it's a movie. It's a movie, my look, dude. Look, Tomas, I'm gonna let you know that your Christmas present just became a happy meal for McDonald's. So I mean that's a solid Christmas. I'm okay meal. with that. Yeah, though. Exactly. I mean like I'm, 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 yeah, but I'm some of those they make that day, right? I am I am not coming back to I am all for a big you, I'm all for a big kids meal. Dude. Yeah, you send me a kids meal, bro. I'm gonna send you a high five and a hug and maybe a smack <laughs> on the tush too. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. My hands are too big. Aren't, aren't too big. I don't know if you. Yeah, feel but, it. he probably wouldn't. But the size of my hands compared to his. Oh my gosh! He just put <laughs> it's a, right by his head. You see dude. right by his head. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a Mickey ears, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, those aren't Mickey ears. Those are that's a that's an eight. That's a twelve point buck right there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so all right, so go digits, back dude. to what I was saying. Go back to what I was saying. So the scene that got me. I mean, it got me every single fucking time. Okay, it's with the oldest daughter, and she's in bed. And the, oh, the daughter number daughter number four. No, 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 no. That's daughter number three. But daughter number four is sleepwalking and banging her head oh, against gosh. the wardrobe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so she doesn't want to wake anyone else up. She just hears it, and she goes to the get daughter number four, and she brings her to bed. And as she brings her to bed, like, like. The daughter, oh, <laughs> Eric literally yeah, just physically just, just got chills. Yeah. So as the scene rolls on, they're talking about different things. And the daughter number four wakes up and tells her, look above, look up there. And she looks behind the wardrobe and whatever's on top of the, all of a sudden there's something on top of the wardrobe and pounces on daughter number one. That scared the fuck out of me when I saw it. And yeah. this time it scared me just as much. My Layla. My daughter physically yelped. Like she yelped. She's like, oh my God. Like she just yelped. <laughs> she yelped. Cause it was like, and it and, and the thing was is that you don't even see the 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 being or corporal thing jump. You see it jump and and once again James Wan making perfect decisions. The door blocks you as soon as you know it hits the girl. Yeah, it's just like so good. Soon, 
It's as so good. As, yeah. as soon as the the, the stunt like person, you know this is about to be crazy, and you don't get to see it. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> good filmmaking. And as soon as as soon as the thing jumps off the wardrobe and is about to land on daughter number one, the door blocks your view and closes, and you know that that little girl is freaked out of her fucking fighting mind. a demon. And the door I, just mean, locked her I wouldn't even know so what I would so literally good. have a heart attack and probably die. It's at just that so point. good. It's so well done, it's man. So well done. And then yeah. of course, and then there's another good scene that I thought was great. So the guy who played the 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 guy who played the cop, uh, Ed, I got a uh, Brad, the cop that they brought and hired for the job. Brad, he if you've if you guys have watched Netflix and you've watched Fuller House, he's the the vet who is like the vet partner of mm, uh of okay. DJ. Because okay, yeah, yeah. So, I was watching the movie like, where have I seen this dude before? I've seen him in something. So I, I'm, of course, I went my down an IMDb rabbit hole. I was like, oh, it's him because he's blonde in Fuller House. He was on the Mickey Mouse blonde. Club in 2001. Was he? Oh, I don't know. I just made shit up, dude. Okay. Anyways, but he knows he's, uh, what the Mickey Mouse, Mouse Club is. even still happening. I'm surprised he knows what it is. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. So anyway, so he, and I've seen well, it. Okay. Lies. Lies. <laughs> You've seen it on YouTube. That's what you've seen. Yep, it on. yep, yep, yep. So, so he, so he's there, well, yeah, and then of course he he's having experiences, but he's saying it's the wind. But then there's that one experience with him in the kitchen where the wind chimes start going, and it's it's perfect. It's typical James Wan. And then he goes outside. Nothing happens. He comes in, and then he sees the maid behind him <clears> saying, "Look what you <throat> made me do." And then she's like showing her. She's no, no, but she's no, no. But at first, he just sees her, and she shows him her wrist, and they're bleeding. It says, look what you made me do. And he goes, and as he's going after her, she disappears. And then he comes, turns around, and then she jumps on him, and he screams and falls. Like, it's like you didn't even expect her to hop out the second time. Like, as soon as she disappeared, he was like, oh, she's gone. And then all of a sudden, of course. Why do I have to relive this movie? Once this movie again, was so terrifying. Once again, James Wan, as a genius, she pops out behind him and scares the fuck out of him. Yeah, second you a little know, second jumper there. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a jump scare, but like not a real jump scare. But here's a real one, and then all of a sudden, it's yeah. like like he just he's like, I'm gonna fuck with these people a hundred. Hope you guys know I'm never going to watch this movie again. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fine. You saw it once. That's all I did. But what's what's a scene? Talk about a scene for you, Eric. Talk about a scene. Bro. Um, I what I really it's not so much like a scene. What I really walked away from this film really appreciating is kind of what you said before. How you don't see much. Because I think that leaves more up to the imagination, which I always appreciate and yeah. love. But beyond that, too, um, I think I like the fact that there's a lot of sequences in this film where there's just a malevolent presence around that doesn't actually yes. physically touch anyone. It's like you know, it's like there's like there's like an it's, atmosphere. Yeah, and like I think for, what you're asking for is tension there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think the that, atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I think that it, it makes it way more scary to me. Like there's a point where um, I, I'm not going to go into the background. Watch the movie, listeners, if you're listening to this. There's a point where Lorraine actually all three of you guys. Yeah, I know all three of you, <laughs> you people. Out all there. three of you. All three of you in Germany. Three yeah. of us talking to the three of you. <laughs> three of you Germans appreciate you for supporting us, but. Um, uh, she falls through, um, like I guess the wall, but it's it, it's like through the it's, wa- it's a space in between the spacing the in yeah. between the it's walls space, all the way down into the to the the basement. Uh, the basement. That's when the and shit it, yeah, hits the fan. Yeah, bro. It, it hits the fan. But there's a point where there's a woman in there, 
uh, a ghost, a presence, a malevolent force. And she can see it with that toy with the mirror. And um, the force ends up being like she sees it behind her in the mirror and she goes to look and it's gone. And when she turns back, the force is right up next to her face. Yeah, dude. Which I love. It's a jump scare. But also, too, what I like about it is it never touches her. It's just there. And it stays there for a second. And there's something terrifying to me about having someone or something that close to you without even touching you. You know, so to me, yes, that well, was the anticipation of like they have this much power happen. in this yeah. moment. Yeah, and I think that that's great. And he really did a great. James Wan did a great job of really projecting that uh, on mm-hmm. the screen, but also in my heart because I was it was scary to me. And I like I said, I saw this movie. I remember it brought me back to like originally when I saw it. I didn't I didn't remember every moment of the film, and I didn't remember all the jump scares because I saw it once in 2013, and I was in the movie theater. I remembered everything. Like I was traveling at the time, and I was like, okay, I'm out and about. Like I I'm traveling uh, for work, and I have um, a free night here. I'm gonna go see a movie. It was the only thing available, and I just had wanted to go see a movie, so I just went to see it because I would normally not choose that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna hate this shit. And I remember being in the movie theater terrified because I was like, <laughs> it was a late movie i was one i was like maybe the only person in there and, oh, I, and I think maybe one you're like, or if you're not like me, looking over your shoulder all yeah over the, all the if time. it wasn't just me there might have been just a few other people in there and i was literally like trembling in some of those moments it made me remember that experience <laughs> that i had and if i'm having an experience like that visceral. from a movie that's visceral yeah. and it's real then that's a good movie, man. They did yeah, a dude. he did a good job. And oh, I, dude, I, I mean, like this movie. I'm a big fan of this film. It's well, it's so well shot. It's well written. The acting was good. Also, too, like some of the, those little girls. Like, so if you guys didn't notice, there's a very young Joey King in that movie. Yes, you, yes. I was gonna say she did a good job of losing her shit. You know, like there was a point yes. when she's young and she lost her shit when she saw uh, that being behind the door of near which her Which we sister. never saw. Yeah, which we, we never didn't saw. see, which I thought was brilliant. We she didn't could see it, see but it. she could see it. And it, it never it's showed terrifying. Us. Yeah, yeah. That and was she, terrifying for yeah, me. She, I, like usually in the, these movies. Yeah, that's no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, it's no true, that's only $20 million. It's not a lot of money. No, no, no. But yeah. if you think about it, usually when they have somebody like a main character see it, you're gonna see something because it's what she sees. And then when they move to the like daughter number two, when they move to daughter number two, she's gonna look and it's gone. And the other one sees it, and the one doesn't. And you know, you you get like a smattering of yeah. you see it and you don't see it. Yeah. You see it and you don't see it. So that's not gonna cost they didn't a lot of money. Show to do at that. all. But I don't. Yeah, they I didn't. don't think that was a a, a budget decision. No, I think that no, was no, a no, film no, decision. No. Yeah, yeah. That was a film decision. Like, like yeah. can you see something? Are nope, you sure something's not, not showing there? Them. We're not showing them. Yep. And are you sure there's not something there? Because but they it could left be that part, part of the room dark enough to make you yes. think am I supposed to be able to see it? Oh man, it's and and let's and her acting in that she was young yes. at that point. I don't she know was, how old she was. Could, she probably like she looked 12, visibly 13. terrified. Yeah, she killed it. Like she, he, you have to understand. Like not just directors don't just get credit because the film looks good. The, the directors get credit because the film is acted well, and. Mm-hmm. There was just good acting in this film. I really, Derek, you got to appreciate. You got to walk away and appreciate <laughs> when something is good, dude. This, For real, it man. It was good. You know, you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, seriously, dude. He was I mean, 14 when this movie came out. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, not bro. easy. 
That's not easy. No, think. for what she brought to the table, dude, it was in, she was intense, man. She yeah, she brought like uh, emotion, like, and then of course you have to see at the end with her and the birds, and she brought the same type of emotion of somebody fucking shit in their pants because birds are attacking your car. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I will and, say, and she didn't want to be alone, and they're making her be alone. <laughs> like, it's just like, yep. I will say that when it comes to the 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 scene and the acting and like the way that um, you know everyone's positioned in a room and the camera angles, all that stuff was it, it's done. It's done masterfully. It is. It is fantastic. Um, and and I at no point did I ever even questioned any of the acting. All of that acting landed, hit home, right where it should have been. Very believable. No point did I feel as though I was watching a movie. It's just the movie was terrible. <laughs> no, and oh by terrible God. he means amazing. Because yeah. if it scared him that much, Bruh, it was amazing. You better come correct with the score because if it made you feel that, oh, like we're gonna, need, be, we need to, dude. This is we're gonna have a whole other blue Valentine moment here again. <laughs> no, we are. So we are. <laughs> I just thought of something, and I want to ask a quick question, um, Derek. There's a small yes, scene. It's a, it's a it. no, 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 no. It's a small <laughs> scene in the movie. It's a small scene in the movie, and it's a movie that like would which. Like we've talked about, we've sing, sung his praises. It's another genius moment and decision making process of James Wan. It's the scene where Lorraine Warren is doing the laundry. Very oh, mundane. So good. Yeah, so good. Mm. Very mundane. Was, so good. So good. It's, I mean, it's a scene that we wouldn't have expected. And it's just so mundane. And it's just like, oh, she's doing the laundry and the wind blows. And then the blanket flies off the line and hits something. And there's a shape. My daughter, my daughter screamed. Like she screamed. She's like, oh my God. Like she screamed. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it disappears, hits the window. And then there's Bathsheba in the window before she eventually possesses Carolyn. But just that one Man, part where it hits. What a fucking scene, dude. Okay. No, no, no. You have to give it props. because you, you have to appreciate it. You have to. You have it to appreciate it. Because there was nothing. It was clear day. There was nothing to see. And, and then, then your eyes were glued <laughs> to the screen, dude. Oh, man. There Derek, was nothing this, to see in that scene. This is what I was trying space. to let you know, Derek. You are mm. feeling something. Okay. Yes, and what you're feeling is oh, called like it's called cinema. <laughs> he doesn't like to feel things. That's Look, the problem. Uh, let, let me just recap this argument for all the listeners at home. <laughs> I think that half of a film's value is how well it is made and how much you feel it. The other half of it is how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> and Eric believes that that enjoyment part. <laughs> is not necessary when it comes to <sighs> listening and, and, and watching a movie. It's if it invokes an emotion in you, then it's a good thing. And half of Eric feels like half of Derek is an asshole right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, yeah, but I mean, like that, oh, that what whole, a good scene, though. that was a good scene because that's a There's scene nothing that to see and your eyes are glued, man. I just, I, I don't think I've, and it's, it's amazing because it's kind of like that's a scene that we've, I don't think I've ever seen in a horror movie like that. Like all of a sudden, yeah, like, boom, it's great. That it's a, it's like a something new in something that look in where horror is so tropey, 
There's so many tropes that you just yes. can't get around. That's why I have beef with it. You're right. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's so tropey, and it's very tough yeah. to make a, a signi- to make a significant horror motion picture that will not only scare you but also give you a visceral reaction. Not just with like drama, but with just what's we're happening. We're talking about on the just screen. jump scares. We're talking no, about no, like no. building a and story. And not just jump scares are gory. Which this movie has plenty of jump scares, but they're mm-hmm. done properly mm-hmm. and no gore like we've spec- like we've talked about there's no gore like, in this a movie. little bit of blood at the end it's not even that big of a deal it's blocked yeah. by a blanket you know so you don't even yeah see exactly it. Yeah. yeah and it's and it's 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 a movie that you like and honestly in my opinion this movie i don't think is an r-rated motion picture no i, I think really it's pg-13 don't. right no it's, it's r-rated it's rated oh, r it is it is R. It oh, is R. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. But there are PG-13 movies that are worse than this movie. I yeah, mean, agreed. honestly. Agreed. Agreed. You know? So so I don't know why it was R-rated. Maybe because of how scary it was for the imagery. That's probably why it was. But honestly, this movie was not... Like, I mean, another perfect example of something in the background. Like you talked about when Lorraine was in the, the basement. Yeah. And she's looking And she's looking in the rearview mirror. Hmm. And then the background is... Rory's mom, after she apparently killed the maid and said, look what you made me do, she said the same thing that the maid said to Brad. But if you, it, it, the whole, that whole, she was completely out of focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely out of focus. Completely out of focus. And then, like you said, she shows up in front of her. But like that it's whole a really scene. cool effect whenever they do that, though. Because if, if you take the focal point out of focus and it's not... I don't, I don't even know if you would call it. It's not the you're supposed to be focusing on the the forefront character, the forefront mm-hmm. actor that's in that room, but all you want to look at is the ghost. Well, that's and it's that's, out of focus. It's like it's teasing you. It's it's what they're doing is it's kind of the same thing that people experience when they're doing ghost hunting. There's always something in your peripheral. Hmm. It's never completely it's never, clear, yeah. it's never clear there's always something in your peripheral or you feel something and you turn around you feel a present you turn around there's nothing there but you know something's there but you can't see it you know what i mean it's kind of like what she's experienced it's not in her focus but she knows it's there because yeah. she senses it so i don't Same know the girl with the, the shit around the door yeah dude I like I'm, I'm almost to the point of rage right now because Derek's talking about this film like it's just was a great experience and <laughs> it definitely was not a good I'm experience. trying my hardest to not be mad at him right now. I'm really trying hard. So the, I thought something was cool in the picture too was when they were at the Warren's house, you know, like we say we're jumping around. They're going to the Warren's house at the beginning where you see Edler and Warren at the house with the reporter and he's telling the reporter don't touch anything <laughs> yeah i love you know? that that was great i was yeah. like don't touch anything i wouldn't be touch- i don't even want to go in that room if i knew no. them i'm like i'm not going in that room if Have I you guys- that room existed i wouldn't even go near that no, room. that was I a mean, real room that room, FYI, real. that room exists yeah it's FYI. real yeah I that's mean, a real it exists room. in their I don't, home I, don't, I need to know where it is and that will be a it, dead zone for the rest of my life it'll be the one corner of the earth i never go to i'm sure you can find out where ed and lorraine warren live because it's at their house yeah, no, I don't want to go in that room. I don't want to. I would go rather blissfully not know. Yeah. So, so okay. So here's something that I wanted to ask you. There was, um, have you guys ever, you know, looked up the actual Annabelle doll? 
Yeah, I did. And it's no. like a Raggedy Ann doll. It is. It's a yeah. Raggedy Ann yeah, doll. It's yeah. such a mundane mm. piece of like shit. It's not it's... what you saw on the screen, Derek. It, no, not at all. They, way more sinister. I don't want to know. I don't care. Yeah. Don't but it's, 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 which is, which is, I think, even scarier that it's just a Raggedy Ann doll. That, it, for me, is more terrifying than what they showed in the movie. I actually agree with that. Because it's like, you wouldn't expect something so sinister to be in something that's so happy-go-lucky, so mundane, nothing out of this world. But yeah, that's Annabelle. The true Annabelle doll is just an old Raggedy Ann doll. Dude. The, and no, by the way, at the Warren's house. No. I don't, I don't want any part of it. It's at the Warren's house. just never know that it exists. That yeah. has a room with stuff that's really like that. So yes. I don't want it. I think they may, they may even have the gorilla hand. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, if you're like, look, there, <laughs> the monkey there's spot, only two the monkey places. Spot. The monkey, the monkey. <laughs> if, if somebody said, like, oh, Derek, there's only two places on Earth you've never been before. Which one are we going to? I'm going to say Chernobyl. Let's go. Like, Chernobyl. Not going there. Yeah, Chernobyl or the Warren's house. I'll take Chernobyl. Chernobyl. I'll take Chernobyl. I want to have a third eye. I'd rather have a third eye than look That's at it. Annabelle. Slow, painful, agonizing death. Better than the shit I'd find in that house. Yeah, no, dude. Guys, overall, I think I think that this we, we've got something special here, and it's a fantastic. I was so excited picture. when you said to watch it because I haven't watched it again since, and I was like, I remember really liking that, and that was a scary movie. And going back and watching it again, I was scared, I was anxious, and it's a great film. <laughs> it is, you know, it's a fantastic Man. motion picture. And I think okay, so so we're gonna go. If, if you guys are you guys are cool, let's just move on to yeah. our ratings. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so oh I'm, I'm so gonna sorry. give this motion picture. I'm gonna give this motion picture just because we're gonna be here for a minute. So I'm glad we're already yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so so this motion picture, I'm gonna go ahead as a as a Halloween, not just as a scary movie, but as a motion picture. I think this movie is, I mean, in every sense of the word, a classic of its of its genre. Fantastic movie. The Shizens were on spot, on point. The actors were did their job and did it to the best of their abilities. I'm gonna give it a straight up nine. Oh wow, I like that score. Man, wow, I'm so you guys are gonna be so mad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go next because I'm. I think the remainder of our time is gonna be me shitting all over Derek. So and, and me um, as well. Yeah, yeah. So. I like that score a lot. I do. Sounds getting low, dude. Um, um, <laughs> I, I I think it's a great score. I'm not gonna like, like I said, nine and over is to the point of almost like just amazing. So I'm giving it an eight point eight. You know, I it's I'm, close to I'm, a nine. It's close. You know, I, 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 I respect it. I respect yeah. it. It's a. It's I a, mean, and I respect your nine too. I'm not taking. I don't think you should take. I think that's is it. But for me. I'm giving it an 8.8, almost a 9. It's a great film. I think it's a go-out-and-watch-it movie. And this is... You Eric, know me, guys. you, dude. <laughs> you said that to me. Listen, listen. listen. I, Eric I, texted me the Annabelle picture during the recording, and I just I looked did. at my phone. I did, I did. I did. You That's dickhole. It's real. What happened? I'm so I'm so excited. I can't real, wait to give you, you my score. You, you so, sent him the real Annabelle picture. I did. I did in, in the Warrens' house. In the real, which, a real. Which, I sent it to you too. I sent it to you. Oh, too. you did. The yeah. thing would be if you sent me the oh, link to like oh, the address yes. or something. In the Warrens' house, so it's it is it is there. 
But um, this is an eight point. This is a, this is a, <laughs> this is a great film. Um, please, I think I would suggest people to watch it if you want to watch a horror movie that's actually good and makes you feel something. Watch this movie. This is a good freaking flick. <laughs> that's a big doll. <laughs> that's a big. I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Damn it! One scary movie is a year. All I have to do. All right, Derek. Wow. Here's the point that you have to really think about what you're about to say, because we're gonna we're gonna dig deep if it's something I'm that gonna, doesn't I'm make gonna, sense. Drop it quick. Okay. You know, I break my scores up two halves. Right. First half is how well the film's made. Second half is how much I enjoyed it. Right. On a scale of five to five. Right. How well is this film made? Four out of five. Really, okay. really well. Um, I. I don't. I don't give it the points that so mean that it has to be seen by every person on the planet, but it's up there. I'm, that's kind of what I would consider this. Um, how much did I enjoy it? Point five. <laughs> Fuck you. So Damn. I'm giving this movie a four You're and a half. You're wrong. Jesus Christ! You're wrong. You're, so half, out of the mark. you're wrong. That's what this movie's worth. You're wrong. If you like scary movies, if you enjoy feeling that tense and and anxious feeling, God, you're you so wrong. Your rating system movie. sucks. You know, you know, you know, you know what it is, dude. I, I'm, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm because because it's you know it's it's too veto two my vote. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna go ahead and reverse your vote. It's actually really a four point five because it's so visceral for him. It's I'm gonna give him an eight point five. His his rating has not become an eight point five. I stand behind that. <laughs> All in favor, I oppose a nay. That oh, looks like looks like there's scary. two yays and one nay, so it's yeah, an eight point five. FYI, majority rules. So yeah, <laughs> listen, because, Derek. No, can Derek, I... honestly, honestly, let's be a hundred percent honest. Come on, dude. Like that's my serious rating, D- Derek. Oh. I can't. I can't with you, Derek. I can't. Derek, we I just had a conversation. There's not a punchline coming. Derek, that was it. We. T- <laughs> Derek, we just had. <laughs> A full conversation where multiple about times how well this it. thing was made. No, no, by multiple times. No, 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 no. About multiple times how you felt at certain moments in the film. Oh God, that was really awesome. Oh, this is that's not just in the filmmaking; it's in the storytelling too. So your experience is better than a point five. I can't believe that I have to debate you about your <laughs> own feelings. <laughs> All right, Eric. Let me ask you this. No. Am I am I <laughs> am I more correct or less correct about my rating? You're equal for conjuring versus you're equal. Valentine. You're equal. How we're far having, off? Which one was worse? We're having the same conversation. <laughs> the same exact conversation. Enjoy this, this podcast. Go back to see Blue Valentine. Yeah, if you're the podcast, not the movie. Don't watch that. What's happening right now? Go go listen to the Blue Valentine episode. But don't oh watch that movie. God. It's garbage. We, oh, oh God. <laughs> I'll see myself out, folks. <laughs> Fucking guy. This guy. Fucking guy. Derek. This guy. It is the same conversation. You yes. are equating your your scale sucks. I'm telling you, it's broken. <laughs> your system is broken. You're you need broken to like Shelly Duvall after yeah, 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 the yeah. Shining. Your, your, your <laughs> scale is, I'm going to call it the Shelly Duvall scale because it is <laughs> <laughs> broke like the Shining. Okay. Right now. Oh, Bruh, good, your score is wrong. Okay. I know oh, it's your God. opinion and I'm telling you your opinion is incorrect. Oh, you are not rating. <laughs> that, you didn't even enjoy that at a point five. That is such a BS statement that you said. Oh my God. You enjoyed it at 
least a two or yeah, a zero. Three. A zero would have been a, a black screen. Oh, oh, I can't with this oh, guy anymore. You know what, Derek? I was really trying to be nice to you. With I can the tell you that I would have enjoyed it more if it were in black and white. Oh my god, oh, that would have been cool too. I would have, I would, that would have been really cool though in black and white. That movie in black and white that would have been cool. But no, no, dude, Derek. I really was trying to be nice to you with the Conjuring, honestly, because I could have gone a hell of a lot worse. I might. You remember how I said I might ghost y'all? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I could have gone a hell of a lot worse with this, dude. Just keep really that in mind. Bad. Next next year, you guys want me to go oh, through some kind of hell. I might you. just like Derek. Just a complete vanish. fuck you, bro. I can't. No, <laughs> god damn it, Derek. I I I uh, I don't even know. I don't even want to go. I, this movie I think, was I think terrifying. I, I think I, I think I, guys, it's been a good run with us, and I think, <laughs> I think it's time for me to quit. I think it's time. Uh, I think today's the day. <laughs> Just wait till next Halloween special. It'll Between be the same half liking thing, an dude. anime and then <laughs> my uh, rating, the difference. Like, the I'm so it'll mad. Be... I'm like a, a little mad at you because at least when I watch <laughs> the anime, I'm giving you like my true feeling. I think you're not really digging deep, bro. I no, mean... <laughs> this film. Okay, he, you don't. The part that we always come to that we don't agree on is I rate the movie often based on my enjoyment. Enjoyment, pleasure being fun. Okay, and and if it's even if it's sorrow or terror, oh, I usually don't like them. Right, the same thing with Requiem the- for a Dream. I hated that fucking movie too. Okay, we've already had this conversation. We can hash this ten more times. The outcome's going to be the same. Oh God, Derek, I want to fight. <laughs> These big old hands are waiting, buddy. <laughs> The thing is, I can't even fight you because I'm gonna lose. I can't beat somebody with hands the size of I don't know who. What's like Paul Bunyan? He's got Paul Bunyan hands. Oh Jesus! They're like they're like they're like little Hulk hands. He's got like mini Hulk hands. I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated Uh, with you. I don't even know what to do. This is thankfully, thank God, this is only once a year we do Halloween specials because I don't know if I can do it. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Just make sure that the next year, make sure, make sure that season three, Eric, but it's, it's conditional, man. Eric, (laughs) Eric, Eric, just make sure that in season three, you don't pick the piano or something like that. Cause he's going to hate his life watching those kinds of things. Piano. Wait, no, wait, that's different. I was thinking that artsy film, the pianist, but no, no, Uh, the piano is also an artsy film too. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. And extremely, extremely dramatic. Yeah. Um, all right. So, all right. So now that we've done that and, uh, Derek has shit himself on his rating, which we've totally reversed. It's, it to not, 8. it's an 5. 5, Yeah, it's an 8.5. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong, Derek. Sorry. 100. percent It's 100. percent So since it, since we which makes it which an 8. means 5. it should be an 8.5, Derek. Okay, <laughs> exactly. that's what it means. <laughs> that's exactly what it means. Okay, so uh, where are we so, going with this? All right, so, all right, so now that we've done that, all right, real quick, let's just go into it. Um, do you guys have any honorable mentions except you, Derek? Do you have any honorable mentions, Eric, for sure, a horror yeah. movie, dude? I do, I do. Pick one. Grab um, one, grab my, one, dude. I, I realized, like, and I, I guess I just had forgotten over time or whatever, but I was like, I really also love the movie Insidious. Also, a James Wan James film. Wan movie. I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah. Is dude, it good? I watch it. It's it's a great movie, dude. 
it's it's terrifying it's scary it's very scary <laughs> but it's it's just a great film also well made uh interesting storyline and also the budget very low on that yeah. one too by the way he's a great dude i really appreciate it really watching this and like realizing that i've seen other of james wan's movies and like really liked like the few horror films that i like like if there's six horror films that i like four of them are james wan films so like have you seen have you seen malignant i haven't seen malignant i yet. haven't but i did i want to now, now i want know? to because he yeah, directed yeah, yeah 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 i want to so like yeah th- this guy's a great filmmaker insidious is my is my uh honorable mention it's a great film it's terrifying derek would never understand because he doesn't know movies but you know uh it's a, it's a good it's a good film you should check it out <laughs> I hear you. I'm choosing to ignore you, sir. Oh, no, no. And also starring Patrick Wilson. Yeah, yeah. He's in it, too. I was about to say, he's also in that film as well. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very good movie. That's my honorable mention. Check it out. It's a scary film. You want to watch scary movies? Watch this. Watch The Conjuring. Watch Insidious. It's a great film. Yeah, and and it's also written by Lee Winnell. Those guys are a power couple. That's how I see it, man. A power couple. They are. They are, dude. He's... Lee Wanell is a badass. He did The Invisible Man also. He wrote the screen story for Invisible Man. Which I never watched. Was it in I watched it. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. Okay. Like It's a cool take on The Invisible, Invisible Man. Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like a cool futuristic take on The Invisible mm-hmm. Man, which is cool. Like, Because he did also, like, um, he wrote also, I think he directed also was that Upgrade movie, which we talked about before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a good movie. Such mm-hmm. a good movie. He wrote and directed that one. But I mean, he... Uh, but he uh, he wrote uh, the screen story for uh, Invisible Man. Like he did the story for it, and that movie deserved a nine or plus. If I didn't give it that, Derek, I don't give a shit about your ratings anymore. Fuck you! <laughs> I, I don't. We really don't. We don't really care about that shit. Fuck you, Derek. I can't. Derek. Derek, I don't care about your ratings, Tomas. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening, bro. Yeah, we don't. Not we don't want to hear from you. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Derek, let's go ahead and move on to no, your. You said you don't want to hear about me. Honorable <laughs> mention because you're going to give me some pussyfied movie like what? Sabrina the Teenage like, Witch TV guys, Halloween special. Guys, I watched the Care Bears uh, Halloween <laughs> special and I was terrified. So I'm going to give it a four point two. Oh, but now that you bring it up. I did watch the Gummy Bears TV series a little bit recently. Okay, well, I, I mean, kids I can get into it. it. I can get behind it. Dude, it's gummy so nostalgic, bears, Dude, nothing here and there and everywhere. Dude, right? We're about right? to get sued by Disney. <laughs> for real. Uh, for real. Not for that rendition. Jeez. All right. Um, the let's see. Uh, what's a Halloween movie that I can I could recommend? Well, last year I did not know before Christmas, so I can't do that one again. <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I come back, and it never makes sense. <laughs> I love that so much. I'm sorry. Can I continue? No. <laughs> I'm so. This is such a shit show. <laughs> we, we are we are legit <laughs> bullying Derek today. This is like a legit. I I'm like I am so anti-bullying, and we've been bullying Derek for the last thirty minutes. <laughs> okay, sorry, Derek. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Nope. <laughs> Derek, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm go sorry. ahead, Derek. Yeah. Go ahead. You guys can fuck off. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, Derek. Go ahead. Go ahead. My pick. 
And I think you guys <laughs> might agree it's actually a pretty good movie. But it's not necessarily a Halloween movie. It's a Day of the Dead movie. Okay. Coco. Coco. It was a great movie. Heartwarmed. Got to talk out for our, our uh, Latin uh, listeners. <laughs> I'll see myself out, folks. See y'all later. Okay. As I slowly <laughs> roll away. It's a Day of the Dead movie. Okay. That's Whatever. Fine. I'll give you yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be the case when it comes to Derek and his fiction. It's God, okay. that horn was I so good. <laughs> Derek, I'm so oh, sorry. I feel, I feel a little bad. Such a shit I do show. feel a little bad, Derek. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, oh, man. Fuck. I do. I, I do. love you, Derek. I do. I meant, love you guys. I meant 4.5, so... Yeah. Well, <laughs> which is an 8.5. Which makes me feel better about the horn. So <laughs> it's okay. All right. So as far as my pick, my honorable mention is going to be actually, which is something that like, it, it may not be scary nowadays per se, but it terrified me as a kid was the. Frank uh, and no, no, that yeah, was no. your second honorary mention. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> but, but for me, it was um, when I was a kid, what, what scared me a lot as a kid was the, uh, the it TV miniseries with Tim Curry. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not it's not as scary as the the new version, which is pretty damn terrifying in its own right. Andy Muschietti is a good, he's a pretty genius as well. But uh, the TV miniseries was good with what they did, and to make it scary for TV as how scary. Let's forget about the last hour of that miniseries, which is terrible. <laughs> but the first part with the kids dealing with Pennywise was terrifying as a child when i was a kid that first part of the miniseries was fucking scared the shit out of me just like you know if if, if, if you want to watch something that's cool from the 80s and it'll give you the the willies and, and, and you know and you don't want it to be as scary because it's tv you know they can't go as far as they can nowadays but back in the 80s in the late 80s they tried it tv miniseries have, have a, you watched it definitely rec- a good shot have you watched it recently though it does not age well. Yeah, no, it's it's not scary anymore. But like, I think everyone yeah. should watch it. But it's not. I think everyone should yeah. watch it. No, no, yeah. it's. But I mean, it's an honorable mention, just as something to watch nowadays. But I mean, if you've seen it, chapter one, you don't need to watch it. There's no need. If you but just as an honorable mention, that The Conjuring was a bad movie, then <laughs> probably don't go and see anything like it. Oh, Can you break God. out the horn again, please. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Dude, here we go. Ready? Ready? Go ahead, Derek. Say something. Can we just keep that around for ongoing episodes? I'm going to. I'm going to. It'll come out every once in a while. Featured. No, it'll it'll be used. It'll be used exponentially in other cases too. I can't. Um, I can't wait for though, guys. There's going to be a day. When me and Derek do truly agree on a film. Because the reason why I know it's going to happen is that me and Derek have talked about films a lot. 
and we have agreed on films that we enjoy. It's only since we started recording together that we're like, wow, we really disagree. Yeah, on I'm like, well, before we ever started, we've had so many conversations about films and things that we've enjoyed, but it's just the movies that are chosen for this podcast. It's always polar oppositional. Look, we bring the gold, right? In the yeah. Army Now is a gem. Oh, okay. God. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. I mean, look, we can't. We, we obviously have a trend, right? We went from oh. the Army Now. We did the uh, Starship Troopers. And then there was Blue Valentine. Like, they're all on the same level. Oh, oh you bro. <laughs> Fuck me, bro. Fuck me. All right. right, Well, moving on. We've done our ratings. We got our honorable mentions. Um, Let's go ahead and just let everyone know. So um, we'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, We're going to take a bit of a break, but we're going to do a uh, special episode on Doom coming in in a few weeks. Which we are all very Uh, excited about, I think. Dude, 100%. I'm so pumped. Uh, my, My brother says it's good. He says it's a good flick. He says it's worth it. So, yeah, we're going to be doing a special episode of Dune. And then uh, more than likely in the middle of November or so, we're going to come out with uh, season three. We'll announce the movie at the end of Dune. Will be the first movie for season three? And we'll get that ball rolling as soon as that's possible. But other than that, everyone, we appreciate you guys listening in. This is basically the episode before the end of season two. Um, so... We appreciate everybody listening, hearing us out, hearing us talk about shit, ragging on Derek. We love Derek, hundred percent. I heard I rag, rag on, on the Derek. people. I rag on the people I love the most. We, we I mean love that. Derek. I rag on the people I love the most because Derek is our peeps. And so, just De- Do you have Derek to say it now. Me. You say it now. <laughs> Here it comes, baby. Here it comes, Derek. Just for you, baby. Just for you. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it again. Here we go. Here we go. No, wait, please. Yeah, yeah I like I it. I like it a lot. Stop. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it so much. All right, what's our quote? Let's get out of here. All right. As far as quotations are concerned, I mean, there wasn't that many, but but one that I did see that I thought was pretty good was one by Ed Warren. He said, "The devil exists. God exists." And for us as people, our very destiny hinges upon which one we elect to follow. Mm. Good night, folks. Deep. Don't see yep. this movie. <laughs> Don't, listen movie Don't listen to Derek. Don't listen to Derek. Remember, his rating was an 8.5. 8.5. Peace. <laughs>